Blog Talk Radio. I could just sit, I could just sit and wait for all your goodness, hope to feel your presence, and I could just stay, I could just stay right where I am and hope to feel you, hope to feel something Bye. 
Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord Tower. Praise you, Lord. This is your brother, Elvi Zapata, here to share another word of God. Thank you, Jesus, that will bless your life. It will help you to grow in the Lord. It will help you to mature in the Lord as a Christian. To to learn God's word is to really mature. To learn the will of God is to really inquire wisdom. Praise you, Lord, and, and praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My people perish for lack of knowledge, for the lack of the Word of God. And so that's why we need to continue to share the Word of God, because the Word of God is knowledge and wisdom. Thank you, Jesus. We are in the book of Hebrew, chapter 8. Praise you, Lord. The writer of Hebrew says in A1, says, Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. Hallelujah. We can put it all together in this. We have such a high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. A minister. Hallelujah. And the word heavens is what an S. Hallelujah. So it includes everything. A minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched not man. Now, Listen to this, because God told Moses to make the tabernacle. But the writer of Hebrew, look what it, what the writer of Hebrew is, is explaining to us. A minister of the sanctuary and the true, true tabernacle. So the tabernacle that Moses made was only a shadow of the true one, of the original one. Praise the Lord. Moses entered the, the man-made tabernacle, of course, by the order of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But Jesus Christ entered the real tabernacle, which is in heaven. Moses did not enter the one in heaven, but Jesus did. Jesus did. And this is very important to you and I, including in our life as a Christian. Hallelujah. Because the word of God is prophetic. It's prophetic. Present, past, and future. Present, past, and future. Prophetic. Praise you, Lord. And God revealed himself to us. Oh, God revealed his plans for us, to us, through his word. Through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Of the word of God. Because the word is spirit. The word is Christ. The word is Jesus. But it's also a spirit. Says so Paul to the, hallelujah, to the Corinthian. Thank you, Jesus. A minister of the sanctuary and the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitches not mean. So this is the Lord himself. This is God himself pitched with his own hand. Where? In heaven. The one made on earth was pitched by Moses and the priests. Hallelujah. But it was a shadow of the one in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 3. For every high priest, it is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifice. Listen careful to this, brothers and sisters. This is something, praise you, Lord, that I will debate with you. And the way with many who don't believe in tithing offering. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In second, I believe second Peter uh, two, Hallelujah, which I want to go to. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. With with the Bible says second uh, first Peter. I'm sorry, I'm in first Peter two. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. A holy nation, a peculiar people, 
that ye should know for the praise of him who hath called you out of darkness in his marvelous light. Hallelujah. Peculiar. I don't know how many of you have looked up the word uh, peculiar. Praise you, Lord. Because I want to look it up real quick. Because there's something there I would like to explain to you. Thank you, Lord, that many have not understand yet, but I hope through these Bible study, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, praise the Lord. The word peculiar, hallelujah, the objective of that word is a strange or an odd or unusual. In other words, you are not the same people of the Israelite. Oh, no, I'm sorry, as the word, because we're very tight with the Israelite. So I don't want to separate the two. No, I don't want to separate the two. Praise the Lord. Because I have explained by the word that the bride of Christ and Israel are a chosen people. Amen. But the people of the world, the religious people of the world are totally different from the bride of Christ. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. A holy nation. The word holy is separated. So we are separated because we are peculiar. We are we are different. We're not like the same of the other nation. And God has made us this way. It's like the 144. They have a seal that God puts on them. They're totally different than the rest of the nation, brothers and sisters. And this is very important to know. You need to know why God has made us different. You need to know why God wants us to understand that we are different. It's very important for you and I to know the Word of God, to understand the revelation out of the Word of God, which only Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, which are one, can reveal to us to help us understand the plan and the will of God for our life, the purpose He has for us. Why have He separated us for Himself? We are a peculiar and unusual people, a chosen generation, said Peter. Thank you, Lord. And God meant it, meant it to be this way, not to be compared with anything else on this earth. The bride of Christ, the Jewish people, are nothing to, hallelujah, to be compared with nothing on this earth. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We are not to compare ourselves with anybody else. We are totally different people. And the purpose and plan of God in our life is totally different than the nations of their own people's life. Praise the Lord. Again, thank you, Jesus. I go back to Hebrews chapter 8, verse 3. Hallelujah. For every high priest, it is ordained to offer gift and sacrifice. We are also priests, which that's what Peter points out to the church. Therefore, it is of necessary that this man have something also to offer. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It is, so Jesus had to have something to offer. He offered his own life. Thank you, Jesus. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest. Thank you, Lord. No, why did Jesus, being on earth, did not want it to be a priest? Because he had a higher calling on heaven. His eyes was on the things of heaven and on the things of this earth. Moses, Aaron has to be a priest on the earth. But but Jesus, brothers and sisters, was a priest on heaven. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In order to bring us there, in order to bring us there, he has to be a priest of heaven. 
which is more important than the calling on the earth. For he was, for if he was on earth, he should not be a priest. Seeing that there are priests who offer gifts according to the law, the ten was according to the law, the Titan offering, brothers and sisters. And there were many other gifts for sacrifice that, that God commanded uh, of his people through Moses and Aaron, that they should bring every year to the priest of sacrifice. Amen. They, they also were supposed to bring a gift. Thank you, Lord. And the Bible tells us we don't come to the house of the Lord empty-handed. In other words, we are also to bring, bring a, grief, a gift, an offering, an offering. Passover, just, uh, we just passed Passover. People who gave a gift of Passover, that would have brought so much blessing to God's people. And I had it in mind to tell people, but I, I totally forgotten. Thank you, Jesus. But I tell you this, praise you, Lord. You need to understand, hallelujah, the blessing of God through his word. Verse 5. And who serve unto the, unto the copy and shadow of the heavenly things. There you go. Everything God ordered Moses to make on earth, the tabernacle and everything in it, hallelujah, was a copy. He called him to serve. He called him and Aaron to serve. And who would serve unto the copy of the shadow of the heavenly thing. That's what, as Moses was admonished by God when he was about to make the tabernacle, God told Moses, Moses, Make everything in that tabernacle, make everything there according to what is shown to you in the mountain, in the mount. Very important. Because Moses saw what the original one of heaven was revealed to him in the mountain. And as he saw, he needed to remember all the details in order to make the tabernacle on the earth according to that. Praise you, Lord. This is why we as a Christian need to look up to Christ. And look at his life, how he lived, how he spoke, how, how he speaks in his word, how he, hallelujah, taught the word, how he lived for God, how he prayed, his prayer life, his holiness, his separation for God. All these little things that people take for granted. We need to be looking up to Christ and imitating how he walked, how he lived, how he taught. Hallelujah. His whole life to us. We need to be studying the life of Jesus daily. Learning from him because they will help us in our own work to serve God. Because Jesus was obedient unto all to the Father. Jesus was totally obedient unto all to the Father. And this is why looking to Jesus is what we need to do daily. Because it will help us in so much in our work and it will change our life for the better. It will change our life for the better. You want God to change your life? Look to Jesus. I'm telling you, this is so important. That's what the writer of Hebrews said in chapter 12, verse 1. Keeping our eyes on Jesus. Very, very important, especially in this last day. For see, for see, God told him, see, speaking to Moses, said he, that thou make all things according to the pattern shown to thee in the mountain. There was a pattern. They was, hallelujah, shown to Moses, hallelujah, the original tabernacle of heaven. Thank you, Jesus. And whom did Jesus saw this in Christ himself? Jesus Christ is the tabernacle. Not only was he the priest, not only is he the priest of the tabernacle in heaven, he is also himself the tabernacle. What a wonderful revelation that is. Thank you, Lord. I tell you this.
Look into Jesus will help you to understand the word of God, the plan of God for your life. Your own life walk will come to reveal to you as you look up to Jesus, as you pray daily, as you repent daily, as you come close to the Lord daily. It will help you understand your own walk, your own life. You may have thousands of questions. But you're not going to receive these revelations, the, the question, the answer of your question through by man, although God can use anyone. But the best revelation you can get comes from the Lord, comes from God. The more clear, the best understanding you'll receive from Him. Brothers and sisters, you, if you receive a revelation through man, you will have even more questions. But when it comes from the Lord, it gives you peace. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Verse 6. But now hath he obtained a more excellent ministry. Look what the Word of God teaches us, brothers and sisters, in Hebrews 6. That Jesus obtained a more excellent ministry. Because the one on the earth was not excellent, was good. But the one in heaven was excellent, was a lot better. Because it was the original. Anything that is original is a lot better than any copy that anyone can make. The original is the original. Praise you, Lord. And I can go into detail into details of our original and fake or copy. But always look up to Jesus. Because looking up to Jesus, you're looking up to the original. And you want to learn from the original. Because if you learn through someone else, you might be learning of a copy. You may love it love you might be learning of a copy. God don't want you to learn from a copy. God wants you to learn from the original. That's why Moses was so great in the house of God. Because Moses sought the original and from the original made a copy on the earth, which have been a blessing to a lot of people. But a lot of people have been raised, ministered by the copy, used by God mightily by the copy. Imagine imagine if they were looking to the original. How much more blessed they would have been in their life. But they were happy by just learning through a copy. When God is calling us to learn from the original, Jesus Christ himself. I want to learn from the original. Many are happy just to learn from a copy. Not me. Not me. I want to learn from the original. There are many ministers out there that have learned from a copy, a shadow. And they're very happy, and God is using them. God is using them. They're called by God. But the best, the best teaching comes from the original one. The best teaching, Jesus Christ himself. By how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant. The better covenant comes to Christ. God made covenant to the Jewish people through Moses. But the greater covenant and through Abraham comes through Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters. Because when you talked about the when you talk about the covenant of God through Abraham and Moses, it was not eternal as the covenant through Jesus Christ, which is eternal eternal and brings to you eternal life. Praise you Lord. It will change you completely. Thank you Lord. It will transform you. That's why the Jewish people were not transformed by the message of Moses, because it was only a copy. But the bride of Christ will be transformed in the last day, the Word of God teaches us.
in the blink of an eye. That's how powerful this covenant we have through Christ. It will transform us. It will give us a younger body, brothers and sisters. It will change us completely in the blink of an eye because it's a better covenant. In the last day, and that's what we call the departing, the rapture, the cut up in the air. I thank you, Jesus. It comes to pass. Thank you, Lord. Which was established upon better promise. Look how the covenant through Jesus was established. Was established unto better promise. What promise are those? The promise to change us. The promise to transform us. The promise to take us to heaven. To be caught up in the air. To meet the Lord in the cloud. Says the Apostle Paul. That's a better covenant. How do we know of this covenant? For the Lord himself... In the peril of the, of the ten virgins, five wise, five foolish, he himself come in the middle of the night and takes the wise, five virgins, living the other one. Those that had a covenant with Jesus, he himself come, praise you, Lord, and takes them home, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And then Paul confirming that word in First Thessalonians four fifteen and on, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout. It is Jesus Christ coming down from heaven in this covenant to change us, to transform us in the blink of an eye. What a better covenant than that, that is. The Jewish people did not have that covenant. Elisha was taken to heaven, but Elisha was not changed. Elisha was not transformed. Enoch was taken to heaven, but even Enoch was not changed. Enoch was not transformed. The bride of Christ will be changed. The bride of Christ will be transformed. It's exactly what Paul explained to the church of the, to the Corinthians. I thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful revelation, oh Lord. Verse 7. For if our first covenant has been flawless, hallelujah, flawless, without any mistake, or perfect, in other words, hallelujah, for if our first covenant was perfect, they should now place have been saw for the second. Are you understanding what the Word of God is teaching here? If the first covenant was perfect, hallelujah, the second covenant, which, which is perfect, Jesus Christ, would have no place. If God would have made a perfect covenant with the Jewish people, there would not be another covenant, hallelujah, with anyone on this earth, because God would have said, no, the first covenant was perfect. It didn't need no change. It didn't need no another one. Praise you, Lord. But it was not perfect. It was under the law. It was not perfect. Thank you, Jesus. Through Moses, the covenant was not perfect. So it left an opening for the second covenant, which came through Jesus Christ for us, the bride of Christ. I thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. The only thing the first covenant had was the promise of God. In the word of God, hallelujah, earth, heaven and earth will pass, but not his word. It will come to pass in, in God's timing, but how many generations will die before it comes to pass? Think about that one. Which through Jesus Christ, once you come into the covenant of Christ, you will have life. It will give you life. And it will give you life and abundant, eternal life. Thank you, Jesus. So as death come to you, you don't die. You just pass on to your next life with Christ. Oh, I thank you, Lord. He's so awesome. What a mighty covenant we have with Christ. Verse 8. For fighting for with them, he says, Behold, the day comes 
Why did God not give them a perfect covenant from the beginning? Because none of them were perfect. In order for God to bring to them a perfect covenant, hallelujah, Moses or any of them needed to be perfect or Aaron, but none of them weren't. Jesus Christ is perfect. Hallelujah. It makes sense for God to give a perfect covenant through Christ because he is perfect from eternity to eternity. He was tempted and no. Hallelujah. But they're not sin. They're not sin, brothers and sisters. Being tempted as a man on earth for 33 and a half years. Tempted and no. But no sin. He did not sin. He did not commit sin. It did not come to his mind to sin. There was not a single ounce of pride in him. He did not sin. Because pride comes before you sin, before you fall. Sinning is falling. Thank you, Jesus. See, Jesus had no pride in him, so he never sinned. He was he is total humility. And I'm not gonna say he was, because he he was, he is, and he'll always be. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So finding fault with them, he said, The days come, said the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the heart of Israel and with the house of Judah. Why did God need to make a new covenant? Because the first covenant has fall. Hallelujah. It was not perfect. But in the second covenant of perfection, which is Christ, through Christ, he not only can save the bride, he can save also the Jewish people. Praise you, Lord. They were in first. But they had, in the first, they had to come part of the second. And God will make them part of the second. And that's why we see 112,000 out of each tribe being sealed at the end in the tribulation. And 144,000 in total are saved out of the tribulation. Satan cannot kill them. These demonic forces from the heavenly places will come down, will be released on the earth. Because the Bible says the heaven will be shaken. In other words, they will be cast out. They will be cast out to the earth. And the Bible said in Revelation to a wall to, the, to those that dwell on the earth. Because Satan had come with great wrath, knowing that he had but a short time, little time. Praise the Lord. He will not be happy anymore because he will be cast out for seven years to be, hallelujah, the full prophet and the Antichrist, thrown in the lake of fire and Satan to be bound for a thousand years, prison for a thousand years. So he knows that he has but a short time. Praise the Lord. Verse 9, not according to the covenant that I have made with, the, with, with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand and lead them out of the land of Egypt. God through Moses. Listen careful. Because sometimes the Lord does things that are, hallelujah, that the credit is being given to men. People said, oh, Moses took out the people out of Egypt. No, it was God through Moses. It was God through Moses that did it. It was not Moses. It was God. Praise you, Lord. We need to learn to speak. And anyone speak, speak according to the word of God. The word of God says, Not according to the covenant that I made with the Father in the day when I, when I, is the Lord speaking, when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. This is God speaking, saying that it was him who led them out of Egypt. Yes, it was Holy Spirit. It was God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which are one. 
by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. Because they continue not in my covenant. And I regard them now, says the Lord. God was not pleased with them. Because he was leading them out by the hand. The angel of the Lord was among them, the Holy Spirit. The Almighty was there with them, leading them by the hand. Come here, come on, let's go. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Hi. Now, I'm going to go into the question, why did God lead them by the hand? Remember that the Jewish were enslaved. Their body, literally, they did not have the power to walk that many mileage, brothers and sisters. That many miles. So God had to himself perform a miracle in them to empower them and to enable them to walk those many miles out of Egypt. Because if you are enslaved in so many years, literally, I'm talking about literally, your leg becomes so weak, your bones become so weak in your body that if you walk for miles, you can drop dead. And God, in order to give gave them life, gave them health for them to make it out of Egypt, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. You you can look into the internet. You can go into these uh, WebMD and different sites and look up the information telling you that if your leg have been paralyzed for so long, it, it will take you to do little step, little exercise to give your leg back to get yourself back in shape to be able to walk, especially all these miles. So God himself, I took them by the hand to lead them out of Asia. It was a miracle physically that God didn't each one of them to lead them out of Asia, brothers and sisters. Because they continue not in my covenant. What covenant was he referring to? That they needed to be obedient and keep his commandment. They did not, they were not obedient and then they not kept his commandment. So God said, I, 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 I regarded them not. I, I did not took them, I, I, I took them for granted. Praise the Lord. I did not listen to them, in other words. If you don't, get, if you don't keep God's commandment, you can pray, pray, pray. God's not going to listen to you. If you're not repenting your sins, you're disobedient to God. If you, and if you're taking for granted His commandment, you'll pray, pray, and God's not going to listen to you. I regard them not. He regarded them not. He did not listen to them. Praise you, Lord. It was Moses he listened to when he prayed for them. Every time Moses went to cry for them, God heard Moses. And through Moses, it was God dealing with these people. But Nama then prayer, God did not listen to Nama then prayer, but Moses, Aaron, a few of them. But the rest of the people, over five million of them, their prayer was taken for granted. I regarded them not. I did not listen to them. The Lord says the Lord. Even says, says the Lord. This is Hebrew A nine. I remind people there was a rabbi who 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 studied the word and compared to the perfection of the Torah, uh, Leviticus, uh, Genesis, Exodus, Hallelujah, Number, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy, which they consider to be perfect. And they have the rules and regulations to compare the word, and they compare the book of Hebrew, the, the 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 book of Hebrew, and they came out to be perfect. One of the rabbis say, the Lord showed him that this word is perfect. So God disregarded these people; He disregarded the Jewish people in their prayer and their coming to God. He only heard Moses praying through them. 
because of the disobedience in breaking God's covenant. God's commandment, in other words. Verse 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days. What day? The day of disobedience. The day when they refuse to listen. You refuse to listen, God will weigh on you to change your way. You will toil, you will go around and toil and go around and go around in your whole life. And God will patiently wait on you in his mercy for you to turn back to him. If you are a son and a daughter and your name is in the book of life, God will patiently wait on you. Look how long God has patiently waited on people to prepare and be ready for the rapture. Because their name is in the book of life. They're in the list of the Lord Jesus, of the people he's going to rapture. But they are going around in circle and they're disobedient. And what is God is doing? Waiting on them. Patiently waiting on them. Brothers and sisters. Oh God have mercy. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days. After the days of disobedience. After the days when they're willing to listen to me. Set the Lord. says right there. After those days, says the Lord. The Lord is still speaking there. This is his word. I will put my law into their mind. And write them in their hearts. Many heart, hearts. Hallelujah. Minds, many minds. I will put my law into the many minds and write them into the many hearts. God is saying that. Praise the Lord. It's a better covenant. Because the first covenant, you needed to post the word in the entering of your house and your home, everywhere in the community, just to see and be reminded. Of the word of God. To be careful not to break it. But in the new covenant. God has given him. In the second covenant. Which is Christ. Through Christ. I will put my law into the minds. And write them in their heart. In other words. It will not be difficult for them to keep my commandment. Because it will be in their mind. It will be in their heart. God is saying. Thank you Jesus. Praise you Lord. And remember when he wrote the first Law, it was written by the finger of God. It will be written in our mind and heart by the finger of God again. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. I will be to them a God. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. And they should be to me a people. That's all God wants for us to praise him. For him to be our God. For us to be his people. That's all he wants. He's not asking you for the impossible. He's asking you and I for the simple thing. For him to be our God. And for us to be his people. That we will call upon the name of Jesus every day. That we will worship him. That we will bow to him. That we will pray to him daily. And repent our sin to him daily. And say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against thee. Forget my sin. Forget my trespasses. Remove from my heart and mind and life pride, doubt, and unbelief, O oh God. Cleanse me with your blood, Jesus. And make me whole. Make me ready for heaven. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. He will not fail you and I to do this. When we ask with one mind and one heart, which is the first commandment. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind. With all your strength. Hallelujah. In your understanding. With all your strength. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. With all your strength. So important. It is so important 
that we keep the first commandment. The second one is similar. Love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Verse 11 of Hebrew 8.11. And they should not teach every man his neighbor or every man his brother. Why God has to raise so many children, so many prophets, so many teachers in the last day. Because of the sin and disobedience. Because of people breaking his commandment. Now listening, now being careful to keep his commandment, his word. That's why God has to keep raising more and more prophets in the last days. To speak through them. To confirm the word of the prophets. Isaiah, Jeremiah, and all of them. Ezekiel. And they should not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother. Say, no, the Lord. It should be that Christ died 2,000 years ago. That no man should be teaching about Christ anymore. Everyone should have the knowledge of him. But because of the lack of the teaching. And the disobedience break everyone. The world right now more than 80% is breaking God's commandment. The world needs to be evangelized more than 80%. Brothers and sisters. If God would not have mercy on this earth, he would have destroyed that 80% already. But he's having mercy on the world. So that people will not be destroyed by repenting and still have the opportunity to come to Christ. Which is so awesome. The door is still open. No, the Lord. For all should know me. That's the millennium. Right now, the trouble is knowing the Lord. Really knowing the Lord. Having a personal relationship with Christ. This is what it's all about, Hebrews 8, 11. Know the Lord, having a relationship with Jesus, having a relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit. But 80% or more are not there. But in the millennium, listen now, for all shall know me. God will make sure. I saw the Father coming down from heaven in the millennium. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit will be on the earth. I seen the Holy Spirit and Jesus walking in the millennium. Everyone should know the Lord. For all should know me. From the least to the greatest. There will be no excuse. From the baby to the older. Everyone will know the Lord in the millennium. For all should know me. Isn't that awesome? I say, I say, for all, for all the earth will know the Lord as the, as the water covered the sea. Thank you, Jesus. The knowledge of the Lord. Praise you, know the Lord. The problem today, why Jesus is telling his people to evangelize, teach the word. Speak your more, speak, tell them about the dreams and vision he's given them because that's the way God chose to speak in the last day, one of the, uh, one of the different way. Because he said it to the prophet Joel 2.28, that in the latter day he will put his spirit upon all flesh. And his spirit has been put out upon all flesh. Jesus showed me that when the Holy Spirit gets taken out in, in, in the tribulation, uh, uh, people from the IBM, the engineering from the IBM will have no idea how to make another ship. No idea. Right now, some of the ship has been even made in, in Israel, in Jerusalem. And so in Israel, brothers and sisters. Isn't that incredible? Praise you, Lord. They, because the Holy Spirit is still on the earth. Praise you. They got the knowledge. They got the wisdom. But it comes from God. It doesn't come from men. It comes from the Lord. All good gifts come from above. God, Jesus, the Lord, the Holy Spirit. He is the one that have imparted all these computer ships. And always to move all that data and all that information. In order for us to read the word online and preach the word online. Praise your Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
For all shall know me from the least to the greatest. Verse 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord. God is being merciful to the unrighteousness of man. Righteousness is right standing with God. God can see that the majority of the world is not standing before him as they should to Christ. But God is so merciful to Christ that he's going to have mercy on them for them to come to him and be saved. Because that's the plan of God for the world. Good plan. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness. If God is not merciful, everyone will be destroyed. But he and his mercy, eternal mercy, hallelujah, is having mercy on the earth, on the world to save them. And their sins and their iniquity will I remember no more. God is not going to remember them. When they repent, when they repent, under the, this new covenant, if people repent every day of their sins, brothers and sisters, past sins, future sins, I didn't even know you can repent of future sins. A dear brother told me, hey, God revealed to him that you can repent of future sin. And I said, ah, that made no sense to me. It took me a while until the Lord confirmed it to me. Yes, you can repent of future sin. I thought that because the Lord revealed to me that what, the things you did in the past that harm you and that are still, uh, the devil is, is using it to come against you in the present. Remember, Jesus Christ saying yesterday, today and forever. Praise the Lord. He's dealing with you in the past and the present and the future. Brothers and sisters, he's dealing with us. And I didn't realize that until I saw it in the Word this week. And the Lord confirmed to me, yes, the future too. I said, oh my goodness. And I began to repent the future. What an anointing that was. Brothers and sisters. But it's because I didn't have the revelation from the Word. When I saw the revelation that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's dealing with us in the past, and the present, and the future. i like, oh wow, this is incredible. Oh man, oh man. Thank you, Lord, for your revelation. For I will be merciful to, to, their, um, to, to their unrighteousness. But he's talking about here the future. Your future, my future. Listen. For I will. That's future. He didn't say I was. Thank you, Jesus. Those who comes to him, he says to those that receive Christ, he says, I will. Past, present, and future. Whatever sin you committed, God will not remember them. Hallelujah. The sins and the iniquity, I will not remember no more. He will not remember them. When you repent your sins, your trespasses, your transgression, the breaking of his commandment, when you repent through Christ through this new covenant that we're talking about today, brothers and sisters, God will not remember your trespasses, your sin. I thank you, Jesus. He will not remember them. It will be, all, it will, it will be left. It will be forgotten. Thank you, Jesus. I was meditating. Why did I say I said that God, hallelujah, the things that pass will not be remembered no more. It will no, neither will come to mind, said Isaiah. In our new life in the millennium when we get raptured, the things that pass, God don't want us to remember. Why? Because first of all, all the mistakes we made, God has forgiven us. God don't remember anymore. So you neither will remember anymore. Praise you, Lord. The devil is the one that, re that reminds you of your past mistake, as your past sin. You may mistake that you say, oh man, I wish I'd never did that. But the devil keeps reminding you of them. God doesn't do that after he forgives you. God says, I will remember no more. Hebrew 8, 12, read it. Read it for yourself. Take it to your heart. I will remember no more the sins and their iniquity. 
God says he will not remember no more. It's the devil bringing it to you. So when the devil brings it to you, rebuke the devil. Repent your sins and your iniquity, your trespasses. Because God will not remember that no more. It will be a new day with the Lord, walking with the Lord, living with the Lord. Hallelujah. Keeping the Lord's commandment. It will be all new. I make all things new, says Jesus. He don't, he, Jesus doesn't dwell in your past. He heals you when you repent your past mistake, your past frustration, your past curses through your family generational line. The Lord breaks them. The Lord heals you. The Lord restores you. And he doesn't remember no more. You're perfect. In him, you're cleansed. You're purified. You're, you're righteous. He takes the unrighteousness from you. And he covers you with his righteousness. And there's no one more unrighteousness than you. He's, he will be merciful to, to your unrighteousness, your mistake, your sin, your past, life. That the devil uses so much to accuse people. And so many people listen to when, the, when the demon comes and accuses them of their mistake. Don't listen to the devil. Don't believe a word that comes from the devil's mouth. Any accusation of the devil, if you are in Christ, you are a new creature. The old things have passed away. They're no more. Don't let the devil accuse you of your past. Tell the devil what Hebrew 8.12 Hebrew says, that God will not remember your sin or your iniquity no more. This is God speaking. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquity. Well, I remember no more. And God swear something like this, that he will not remember no more. God will not remember no more. Don't let anyone, the devil, anyone accuse you of mistake in your past life before you came to Christ. Because God doesn't remember anymore. Why Why should your family, the devil, remember it? No, no, no. Tell your wife, tell your husband not to remember anymore. Because God doesn't. Praise you, Lord. Not No one greater than God. Hebrews 8, 13. And then that he said a new covenant. He had made the first old. Now that which decay and what's old is ready to banish away. That the week, that people could not keep that old, that covenant that Christ kept on the cross and no more it vanished away it was old it's ready to vanish away oh I thank you Jesus I thank you Lord brothers and sisters if God is for you Hallelujah if God is for you if God is for you look what He continues saying in Hebrew Hebrew nine. Then barely the first covenant also had an ordinance of divine service in worthy sanctuary. Worthy sanctuary of this earth, in other words. This was the same sanctuary of this earth. Earthly sanctuary. Worthy sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made the first. Then was when was the candlestick and the table and the and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. And after the second veil was the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all. Holiest of all. That's what the high, the high priest needed to go in, with Jesus as the high priest, and intercede for the people because of the sin and trespasses every year. The, the early sanctuary, the, the high priest needed to go in and make, hallelujah, prayer for the people. And offer the sacrifice for the forgiveness of the sin every year. But people kept sinning and sinning. 
Now we can repent every day. We don't need to wait for once a year for the sacrifice to be made because Jesus made an eternal sacrifice whereby every day you and I can repent and we can be cleansed by his blood daily. And it's because if it's because if it eternal, we repent on the temporal here, this earth, every day we are cleansed and purified, made ready for the eternal heaven. Brothers and sisters, our eternal home, we are being made ready every day through repentance, through Christ, who is all in all, brothers and sisters. Oh, what is awesome God we serve. Verse 4, we shall have the golden censers. In the ark of the covenant overlay around, above the gold, above with gold, whereby the golden pot that have manna, and Aaron rod, the body, and the tables of the covenant. Brothers and sisters, everything that was in the, that is in the original heaven on the earth, on the earthly one, had all the shadow, all all the golden vessels, every, all the details that needed to be there. Because if you look, the censer was Christ. It's Christ. The golden censer is Christ. Golden holiness. Censer always alive. The small. The ark of the covenant. Jesus Christ is the ark. The overlay around with gold. That is Jesus Christ also. Being the holy protection of God to us. Where was where was the golden pot that had the manna? The manna is the word. Jesus is even the manna. He is the word. The pot that contained the, the manna is the Holy Spirit, which is Christ also. And Aaron rather bought it. Brothers and sisters, the authority God gave Moses, which is Jesus Christ also, the authority of God. And the tables of the covenant, where the covenant word, Jesus Christ is a covenant between God and man. The mediator, in other words. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. The covenant, the promise, is Jesus Christ to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. The covenant was that God will be his God, and they will be his people. That was never kept, but Jesus kept it. Praise the Lord. He is the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God. And through him, we... Become God's people, sons and daughters of God, through Christ, dead on the cross. Verse 5. And over it was a cherubim, the glory showing the mercy seat. The cherubim are the one that are surround the throne of God. They are part of the throne of God. Under this tabernacle, there was sheriff designed to look like the one in heaven. The mercy seat. Hallelujah. Why there were mercy seat? Because God will always have mercy to, the, to them that come to him and can always come and sit and rest in him. Have peace from God. Of which we can now, now speak particularly, says the Hebrew. Every detail of the tabernacle is Christ. The mercy of God through Christ for us. We can receive Christ. When we receive Christ completely, we receive the whole tabernacle of God. Brothers and sisters, everything that God has available for you and I is in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Thank you, Lord. So this time you go back to the, to the, to the Word in the Old Testament. You read about the tabernacle. Pay attention to all the details. Because Christ is revealed to us, to the people, His people, through every 
single details. That's why they were mercy seat. Every single vessel in the tabernacle speaks of Christ, speaks of the Messiah. There is a Messiah in each and one of them. A Messiah is revealed through each and one of them. Salvation, mercy, hope. It is revealed to each and one of them, which is Christ, Jesus, the Son of God. I thank you, Lord. We need to see Christ through everything that was God. Uh, uh, show Moses in the mountain, which have Moses and the high priest put together for the tabernacle to show the power of God, to show that God is in the details, to show that God was thinking about us from the beginning. We were in the mind of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Verse 6. Now when these things were thus ordained, God ordained it in his timing. God, everything he does in his timing, God ordained it. The priest went always into the first tabernacle. Look how God ordained the priest to go step by step first. Go into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service to God. Thank you, Lord. Why do they need to go into the first first? Because when you come to God, you need to understand that you begin to repent your sins and your trespasses to the Lord. That is the first. Repentance. Other people do it around. That's not according to the tabernacle. I am teaching you according to the tabernacle, which the original is in heaven, and which is all Christ. But you need to understand that God teaches us the step to come to Him. A lot of people don't receive because they ask and miss. You need to understand the Word of God. I am very serious about this. For years, I've been explaining this to people. And many have received great blessing from God. Even to seeing the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. You need to start step by step. There are people that love to jump the step. And go to the second, third. And say, no, Brother Abby, I, I, I want to do this this my way. And they, go, they keep going around in circle. Because they have not gone through the step. I am very, very serious about this. When someone does this, I walk away. When I began to teach someone what the Lord has been teaching me over the years, and they jump to the step, I walk away. Some people say, you don't email me no more. Because you're not listening. You're not listening. You can keep listening to the Lord's hour, but I tell you, they are step of everything God teaches us. God gave Moses step, and when I began to teach, I began to do step because each step is Jesus Christ. How God wanted to reveal Christ to us, and in the order it goes. Some people say there's no order; you need to do this and that, and they do it, and they don't get no result from it, hardly any result. Praise the Lord! And then they say, "Oh, this is just no, no." That's why some people God can change and do mighty things through them, and say so many other thousands through them, even millions. God can do so much when we follow the step. But if we jump the step, oh my God, have mercy. Here it is. Here's the first. I'm going to go first and then the second. Verse 6. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Now when these things were done, ordained, the priest went always into the first tabernacle. First tabernacle. Accomplishing the service to God. Thank you, Lord. The service to God. Service. Him that want to be greater must become the service to the least, to the smallest one. That's as a step 
and a revelation there of his own, brothers and sisters. We serve first. We serve first. Before God moves us into any position in ministry, we first have to be servants. And it, it, and it is not that we stop to be servants. It's that we learn how to serve afterward. God will raise us, but then he'll teach us servanthood in other level. I thank you, Jesus. I know God's going to speak to someone through this teaching. Verse 7. But into the second, when, he, when the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, listen careful, not without blood, the blood of Jesus. You don't need to use the blood of an animal anymore. Jesus shed his blood on the cross. Praise the Lord. But you need to know how to use the blood of Jesus also. Thank you, Lord. Because some people repent their sin, but they don't ask the Lord to cleanse them with his blood daily. Thank you, Lord. The Bible tells us that daily, daily cleansing. I have shared this before, and if I need to share the Bible verses again, I will. Praise the Lord. But when the Lord lead me to do this, thank you, Jesus. Verse 7. But into the second when he the high priest alone once every year, the second, watch this, the high priest, watch how the high priest did not uh, stay, hallelujah, in the service. Although he was called to serve, I don't want to contradict myself. I just want you to see the different level in this. But into the second one, the high priest alone once every year, not without the blood, which he offered for himself for the error of the people. Thank you, Jesus. Error, the sins of the people, that people committed every, all the time, every day. Error, we will continue to make error. Now God has wisdom, brothers and sisters, when we don't ask God to give us wisdom and understanding. Which God will give us wisdom and understanding when we serve Him wholeheartedly. Thank you, Lord. We pray and ask Him. He will give us and that shall receive. Thank you, Lord. But we commit so much effort every day. Thank you, Lord. In the second, praise you, Lord. Talks about the conscience. Enter the second conscience. Praise you, Lord. You can sin with your mind by thought. We should have a pure mind. That's why all of us need to be holy. We need to be sanctified. Paul taught the churches to the coming of Christ. Our mind, our body, our spirit, our soul needs to be holy for the coming of Christ. You cannot keep thinking sin and speaking sin, evil word that comes out of people's mouth. That's the evil word. Evil. You may say bad word. No, evil word that comes out of people's mouth. You're, you're not at the second level where your mind is being cleansed. Praise you, Jesus. Verse 8. The Holy Ghost by this signifying that the way into the holy of all was not yet made manifest so long as the first tabernacle was not yet standing. Was yet standing. Although God killed many who went into the holy of holy. Praise the Lord. But listen here what God is telling us in verse 8. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. By this signifying, explaining or reveals. By this it reveals, he's signifying. So, or it is significant. And other explanations, you can look it up. That the way into the holy of all was not yet manifested. Because the holy of all was not yet manifested. The holy of all is Jesus Christ. Are you listening? There was revelation of Christ in the tabernacle that Moses made. Lots of it. But the holy of all was not yet manifested. 
because God was planning to manifest Christ on this earth in our life. He was planning to manifest Christ in our life. Why do you think there will be a, new, a, a millennium, a thousand year with Christ? God wanted to manifest Christ to everyone. There will not be someone that say, I have never seen Christ, because they will see Christ in the flesh, in the body. Again, the Holy Ghost, by the signifying that the way into the Holy of all was not yet manifested, so long as the first tabernacle was yet standing. In other words, the first tabernacle needed to be destroyed or come down or ended or fulfilled, in other words. Thank you, Jesus. Which was only Jesus who was going to fulfill the first tabernacle. Verse 8. And there was a figure for the time, that, the, the impression in which were offered both gift and sacrifice. Look how Moses, Aaron, and the high priest, when they came to the tabernacle, they always offer gift and sacrifice, which today are offering and tithes. Offering and tithes. Because the, the, the sacrifice was made by Christ through his own blood. So you come to you come to God, you come to God's presence, tabernacle, with offering and tithe, which could not be made him that did the service perfect, pertaining to the conscience. Now I'm going to move on from the from the because I know some people say, oh, brother, why are you stuck with offering and sacrifice? Okay, I'm going to move on from there. I'm going to show you something. Thank you, Jesus. Offering worship to God. You can don't come to God's presence just to pray. Remember to worship. Remember to worship Him and praise Him. Don't come just to pray. Don't come just, oh God, just forgive my sin. I'm sorry. No, no, because God seeketh worshiper is what Jesus thought. God seeketh worshiper, and those that worship Him, I worship in spirit and in truth. This is very, 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 very important you understand this. Because the Lord has helped me to understand this over the year. And I struggle with this. But the Lord letting me know this is very important to God. You just don't repent your sin to God. God also has respect for you, worship, and praise. A lot of Christians don't do this. They just repent their sins. I'm telling you what Jesus has revealed to me. Jesus, the Lord himself, and I'm sharing with you what he has revealed to me. Not something that I'm making up. Something he has revealed to me. That it will be a great blessing. I understand. I understand. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. I'm going to go to the book of John right now. Because I, I, I want to show this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. The Lord is so awesome. Jesus is so awesome. Thank you, Lord. Listen to this. Jesus was speaking to a Samaritan woman. Hallelujah. The Samaritan woman began to speak to the Lord about worshiping. And, and John 4.20 said, Our Father worship in this mountain, she said to Jesus. And Jesus said that Jerusalem is the place where men are to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me. It's very important you believe the Lord. Because, I mean, I, I spend hour and hour and hour teaching you, but if you don't believe the word, oh my goodness, you're in trouble. You are in trouble if you don't believe the word. Jesus said unto her, Be woman, believe me. It's the first step. Repent now and unbelief. 
pride out in unbelief is very important. Because it don't matter how many teaching I can make here on the Lord's Tower. If you don't believe the word, I don't have a problem. You do. I am telling you, this is very important. Because I repent pride out in unbelief every day. And I know how much damaging it can be in our life. Jesus said unto the woman, Believe me, the hour come when ye shall neither in this mountain, nor yet in Jerusalem, worship the Father. Uh-uh. Should not worship the Father in these places, because some people, even today, focus on those places. And it's okay. They're, 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 they're place, those are places God had chosen himself. But no. Verse 22. Ye worship no, 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 not what, or you don't know what you're worshiping, Jesus said. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. The Jew, the Jew knows how to worship. And this I heard even from Rabbi in the teaching of prayer to God, Yahweh, Javed. That they also do worshiping. Not yet. Not yet intercession prayer or prayer, but also worshiping. They know. They know. The Jew knows. Some people have criticized me when I talk about Rabbi's teaching and all that. I say, oh, he's always, listen careful. Jesus himself said this. Again, John 4, 22. You worship not what you know. You don't know what you're worshiping, in other words. We know what we worship. Now, he's talking about as a Jew here. For salvation is of the Jews. As a Jew, the Jew people knows how to worship God. I know I even get a few messages from people saying, oh, no, they know. And I'm telling you, I heard Rabbi saying this very specific, with very detailed and right, according to the Word of God. The very, uh, it is very done very well. Thank you, Lord. And believe me, I have questioned a lot of the teaching of Rabbi, and the Lord has confirmed to me what is of God and the things that are not of God, too, that we need to stay away from. Amen. Verse 23. But the hour cometh, and now it is. When the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. You see, when you come to God in prayer, my brother, my sister, listen careful. Praise your Lord. When you come to God in prayer, repenting prayer, and you repent, you repent in prayer. Make sure you worship the Lord and praise Him. Don't just come out of prayer without worshiping God. Because God, that day, that hour you came to Him, repenting your sin, forgave you. And do not remember your sin. But now God is expecting, God is seeking from you, worshiping and praise. Please do this, and you'll see the blessing in your own life. Because the Lord had me do this every day. Verse 10. Since it's concerned only me and drink, I'm in Hebrew 9, 10. So they concern only meat and drink and diverse washing and coin ordinance imposed on them until the time of the Reformation. But Christ having come, in a high, come a high priest and good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not with the man hand, that is to say, not of this, of this building. Many people build a house for God and they say, this is the house of God. Bring your tithe and offering. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. If we go by the word, that is not. You can consecrate a place to be the house of God. But God said that he will dwell in our heart and our life, not in house made by the hand of man. He says in his word. Paul says this to the Romans. And I can read it to you and I can explain it and just, just show you 
that when people say this is the house of God, bring the tithes and offering here to the house of God, you're making a shadow of the original. You're making a shadow of the original. And when we are in Christ, no more shadow. No more shadow, brothers and sisters. Because Jesus Christ is the original of all. Give your tithes and offering to the Lord. Give it to the Lord. Not to just that building. Again, Hebrew 9-11. But Christ having come as a high priest of the good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with the hands, in other words, the hands of men, that is say not of this building. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I, I just hope that uh, some of the people listening, there's so much information here I can share. And I don't want to keep just giving information, information, and revelation out of the Word of God. Because I know it's too much. I want to do it by every hour of Bible study. And just take it easy and kind of explain it little by little. Because the more people can grasp and apply to their own life, the more blessings, the more greater blessing it will be for them to serve the Lord. We are on earth. We're down here to serve the Lord. We're not here to serve men. Brothers and sisters, and the gospel of Christ are turned into a service to men. And they are more focused on the things of this earth than the things of heaven. The apostle Paul told the Colossians, hallelujah, to look for the things above, not of this earth. Most of the churches seeing that they're looking for the things of this earth instead of from the things of heaven, the things above, the things of Christ. Everything has been has being made a shadow of who Christ is. Instead of sending people to Christ, they are sending people to themselves, to the shadow of who Christ is. I've been called a preacher to send people to Christ and not to the shadow of Christ. I am very different than everybody else. God showed this to me in the beginning when he called me. I am very different than any other preacher. My message is not even to compare to other preachers. I am very different, and I don't think I'm better than anyone either. I am telling you that you, the teaching you hear on the Lord's Hour is completely different than anybody else. I am still sh just sharing with you the Word of God, but the revelation of the Word of God that will help you have a relationship with Christ Himself. Some of the people that have taken these teachings to heart, had had an encounter with Christ himself in their personal life. And I'm very grateful, and they write to me, very grateful, thanking me for God using me for them to come to the Lord and the Lord to come to them, because that's what these teachings are about. When Jesus picked me years ago to prepare a people, he says to me, standing right in front of me, to prepare them to go home in the rapture, praise the Lord, to teach them to come to him, I don't teach shadow on the Lord's hour. I teach Jesus Christ himself in him crucified. In him raised on the third on the third day again, sitting at the right hand of the Father, and where he can come to you anytime and speak to you. I'm not going to teach you any shadow of this earth. Or any shadow of the things of heaven on this earth. I'm going to teach you Christ himself. For you to have a relationship with Christ. For you to hear, come to hear Christ, come to the closeness and relationship with Christ, and for Christ to appear to your life, for you to have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with Him. Praise you, Jesus. This is why my teachings are completely different 
than anybody else. But I don't think I'm better. Praise you, Lord. As you continue to listen to the Lord's hour, please, I encourage you, each and one of you, to pray, hallelujah, for the support of the Lord's hour, for people to tie and give offering to the Lord's hour, because they will be multiplied a hundred times one to them by God, by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. As I share, some of the last people that have been donating to this program, Jesus Christ himself, have come and spoken with them. To some he has appeared to them in their own house to support this program, brothers and sisters. Please continue to support us with your prayer and your financial support. Praise you, Lord, that we may continue. Hallelujah. And I know we will because it will be God providing to bring the message of the Lord. Your financial support doesn't keep me on the air. Jesus Christ keeps me on the air. But your financial support helped me to obtain, hallelujah, the material things I need. Praise the Lord to be even better on the earth. God bless each and one of you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keeps you. May the Lord Jesus Christ keep it, make his face shine upon you. Shalom, shalom. Angel, Lord, around this program tonight, Lord. Protect everyone's home tonight, Lord. Send your warriors and your archangel, your mighty Jesus, mighty Yeshua, to keep, hallelujah, all demons and principality, Lord. Are everyone home, Lord Jesus, listening, Lord? We ask that, hallelujah, that your mighty angel, your mighty warrior angel, Lord, will clean out, Lord, the program, Block Talk Radio, Google, Lord, and everything, everyone's computer, Lord, everyone's home. Mighty Jesus, let everyone listening be under the blood of Jesus. In this moment, let the blood of Jesus cover, cover everyone's life, listening, family, and home. In Jesus' name, animal, Lord, whatever it's around them, Lord, we ask that the blood of Jesus, who cleansed us from all transgression, from all, from, from all unrighteousness, cleanse everyone's mind, heart, and spirit, body, soul, and spirit. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jehoshua, in Jesus' name, Lord, we pray for your covering, for your protection. Put a hedge of protection around my home. Mighty Jesus, around my kid, around my family, Lord, around this room. In Jesus' name, everyone's home, Lord. Everyone listening, family, Lord. In Jesus' name, computer, Lord, around them, Lord. Put a hedge of protection and a wall of fire. In Jesus' name, in Yeshua's name, in Jehoshua's name, let the blood of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus cleanse everyone listening, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Lord, for your glory, your honor, mighty Yeshua, mighty Jesus. In your praise, mighty Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your glory. Mighty Jesus. Hallelujah. Minister, Lord, to your people heart, Lord, according to your word, according to your word, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Jesus. Uh, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, I'm here with Sister Carla on the phone, and I want to bring on him, Sister Carla. Shalom. Welcome to the Lord Tower. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Thank you, Brother LB, for inviting okay. me. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. God bless Amen. everyone. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I have a, a rapture dream, revelation, vision of the Lord, which I want to share tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jesus. I know it is going to be a blessing to God's people. Hallelujah. And so I want to go ahead and go into the word. Shalom there, heaven. Before I, I go share uh, the revelation of the Lord, I want to go into the word of the Lord because it has to do with the door. 
Hallelujah. I, I don't know how many of you remember that we read in Matthew 25 that the door is going to be shut. Well, I was given the revelation in regard to that, which I'm going to talk about tonight. And so I'm going to go ahead and start in Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. After this is the John, hallelujah, under the anointing, under the power, under the guidance, under the revelation, hallelujah, under the will of God through the Holy Spirit. He says, after this, I look and behold, a door was open in heaven, in heaven. Look where the door is open. The door is open in heaven, the Bible says. Hallelujah. And the first voice which I heard was, hallelujah, and it, and it, as, it were, as the word, hallelujah, of a trumpet talking with me. It was a voice, but it sounds like a trumpet, says John, with me, which said, come up hither, and I will show thee the things which must be hereafter. So uh, this is a calling of John, which it, it has to do with the rapture. We, everyone believes this is the cutting cut cut away of the rapture, cut up of the rapture. Amen. Where we are going to gather with Jesus Christ in the air. So the door is in heaven. Of course it's in heaven. The door is Jesus Christ, and he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. Amen. Now, so we can get an idea of what, we're ta- what door are we talking about. Hallelujah. The door is Jesus. But let's go to Genesis seven sixteen. Jesus said in Matthew, Luke, and Mark, as it was in the, na- in the days of North, as it was in the days of Lot. Okay, so let's compare that then. Uh, Genesis uh, 7, 16 said, and they, they went in, and went to, and what? Into the ark. They went into the ark. They went in. Uh, uh, went in male and female of all flesh. That's the order of God. A, a male and a female, not a male and a male, and a woman and a woman. That is the order of God. Amen. As God had commanded him, and the Lord shot him in. The Lord shot, who did he shot him? Hallelujah. A north in his family. Hallelujah. Amen, Kay. That is so awesome. Praise Amen. the Lord. Kay said she had a, 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 a dream of a door. Amen. Also, uh, I'm waiting for people to like in. I know many other people want to listen. Um, that's why it's good to start with a prayer because people are trying to log in. And somehow the Black Talk or, or, or Google or the, the browser of Google is not letting log into the Lord's Tower. And I upgraded the service, uh, paying more, so uh, people can log in without any problem, but they're still having problems, brothers and sisters. And I truly apologize for that because we want to have as much people listening I know most of the people are listening through their cell phone. I can see here in the chat room all the call that people have called in through the cell phone, which is not being shown in the in the uh, in the chat room. It's not being shown the people in, in the in the studio. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, people can use Firefox. They can use uh, Google Chrome and Safari. They can use this. There are many other that people can use. You try in your computer. You try each and one of them to see which one is the best, the best one for you to use. Amen. The best one that allow you to listen to the Lord Tower. Amen. And so, so God shut the door in the times of Noah. God did that. God shut Noah in, uh, and no one was allowed to go into the ark. That was it because God shut shut them in. Amen. 
Uh, now, in the days of law, same thing. Genesis 19:16. Law went out of the door into them and, and, and shut the door after him. The door was shut away after North in his own house. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because the angel were there with a purpose, and the door was shut. Amen. Uh, Deuteronomy 32, 36 says, For the Lord shall, shall judge his people. For the Lord shall judge his people and repent himself of his servant when he sees that their power is gone and there's none shut up or left. So it's God that does this. In Ezekiel 46, 12 says, Now the prince shall prepare voluntary uh, burnt offering and peace offering. Voluntarily the Lord uh, uh, shall, uh, shall then open him the gate that looked toward the east. And he shall prepare his burnt offering, his peace offering, and, uh, as he did on the Sabbath day. And then he should go forward after this going forward. One should shut the gate. One should shut the gate. It's God that shuts the, the gate. Uh, Daniel 6, 12 says, My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth. There you go. Who shot, the, who shot it? God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth. Hallelujah. And they have not heard me for more, uh, force more. As before him, I'm innocent, was found in me, and also before thee, O king, and I have no, no heard, says uh, Daniel. Hallelujah. Revelation 23, uh, I, this one I forgot about it, but when I looked it up, I said, oh, man, here it is. And, and Revelation 23 says, and he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up. Satan, Satan was shot, shut up into hell in the bottomless pit. And set a seal upon him that he should not deceive the nation no more until the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loose a little season. Little season. So even when Satan gets thrown in the bottomless pit, his door is going to be shut. He's going to shut it, God, again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, Matthew 25, 10 says, While they went to bide, the bridegroom came, and, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage and the door was shut. We know who's shut in the door. The Lord, God, the Lord. The door will be shut. And the Lord is Jesus Christ. Luke thirteen twenty five. When hence the master of the house and rise up the and rise up the master of the house will rise up. Says Matthew. I'm sorry. Says look in Luke thirteen twenty five. It has shut the door, and you begin to stand outside to knock the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. And he shall answer and say unto you, I know you from where you, I know you not from where you hence you are. I don't know where you come from. Hallelujah. If you did not come in, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. Amen. And just to let you know that Jesus is the door, listen to what he says in John 10, 1. Barely, barely I say unto you, that he that entered by the door into the sheep, uh, uh, but climb up, hallelujah, some other way, the same as the thief and the robber. Amen. So that's not Jesus yet. Matthew twenty four thirty three. Uh, so likewise, ye when ye should see all these things, know that it's near even at the door. Said Jesus. Then John ten two says, "But he that entered by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Who entered by the door? Jesus. The door means God's ways, the will of God. In another word, so him that that the door keep it open, and the sheep hear his voice, and he call his own sheep." By the name and lead them out. John ten seven. Then Jesus said unto them again, Barely, barely I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. How do you like that now? Openly, he openly he, he spoken with the people. I am the door. 
You want to know who's the door? Jesus Christ is the door. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But the door is going to be shut. Hallelujah. The door is going to be shut, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Now, I'm, I'm going to go ahead, uh, and, and I can read the, the other verses, but I'm going to go ahead and, and start sharing the dream the Lord gave me uh, yesterday, the day before yesterday in the morning. Praise the Lord. It was so awesome. Uh, I was taking I was taking to the millennium, and for the millennium, uh, it was so awesome how the Lord showed me the rapture, as He has shown before to, uh, the rapture to me through the millennium, because it is so pure, so clear, so easy, it's so nice to see it from the millennium, because you you get to see more, you get to see more. And this time, uh, the Lord showed me in a bunch of people from here, the Lord Tower, many people that I know. That we were all in the Lord. We were all in saved. Hallelujah. We all had come into the ark. We all had come into the boat, however you want to call it. And I saw this large room, okay, and I saw all of us in there. And I started looking around, and I saw people that I could recognize from here, from the Lord's Tower. And I was thinking, oh, I heard their voice, but now I, I know what they look like. Some of the people that... I saw a sister, I saw a brother, but the place was, was really full with people. And this time, hallelujah, it gave me joy to see this many people that have come through the door. And when I looked to my right, how do you like that? When I looked to my right, I saw the door wide open, wide open. It was, it was a nice wide door. And when you look at the door, Immediately, you, you get the understanding that anyone is invited to come through the door. Anyone who received Jesus, anyone who repent can come through that door. It was right open, wide open. Anyone can come through the door. There was no section of, of a color, a, a nationality or language or anything. The door is open for anyone who repents. Anyone who received Jesus can come through that door because Jesus is the door. Yeshua, Jehoshua is the door. And anyone from any country, any nation, any language, any size, no matter who can come through the door that God has set, which is his son, Jesus Christ. And I'm looking at the door. I'm looking how wide the door is. To Jesus Christ. Narrow is the way, but the door is wide. And anyone can come who repents through that door. Anyone can receive Jesus. To anyone, the opportunity can be given, and it is given. People are preaching this gospel every day. The word of God is being preached through internet, television, every day. You turn on the radio, the gospel is being preached every day. The door is wide open for anyone who repents, for anyone who comes to Jesus. Praise the Lord. And that is exactly what Revelation 4, 1 says. John says, Hallelujah, after this I look and behold, a door was opened in heaven. That's the door that I was looking at in heaven. I was in heaven looking at this door. And the first boy which I heard was, and as a word, because it's been, he has been, he has, the door has been open for years, for thousands of years. As a, trunk, as, a, as a trumpet talking to me, 
When he comes down in the cloud, when we meet him, says, Paul, hello, we're going to hear the trumpet of God. This is the trumpet, the trumpet John is talking about. And that is Jesus Christ. His voice is like a trumpet. Talking with me, says John, which said, come up hither. Come up here. Come up up here. Come. Hallelujah. His, 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 his hands are open for anyone. Anyone can come. He's at the door inviting anyone to come. Come. Hallelujah. He's not rejecting anyone. He says in Revelation 3a, Hallelujah, I know thy work. Behold, I have set before thee an open door that no man can shut for it. For thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. And then he says in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. I will sup with him and he with me, says the Lord. Revelation 3.20. Hallelujah. He won you, anyone listening, to come through that door. Hallelujah. And come and supper with him. Come and enjoy what he has for you. He has a supper. I've been shown last month the supper of the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. The table were ready. I saw the angel. I saw the redeemed. I saw Jesus sitting in a chair. I saw all of them. And the Lord looked at me. And I looked at the Lord. And he smiled. I looked at the table. I saw the plate. I saw the, I saw the fork, the, the spoon. I saw everything ready for you and I. The only thing missing in that table is you and I. Everyone in heaven is ready to suffer with us. Are you ready? Is your heart with God? Have you given your heart to Jesus? Have you given your life to Jesus? Have you surrendered to him? Have you humbled your, your, your heart to him? Are you repenting? Are you saying, Lord, I'm sorry because I have sinned against thee. I have sinned against heaven. I have broken your commandment. I have, hallelujah, not kept your word. I'm sorry, Jesus. Please forgive me, Lord. Restore me. Cleanse me. Purify me. Watch me, Lord, with thy word, Lord. Watch my soul. Prepare me, Lord, to meet you, Lord, in the air. Prepare me, Lord, to meet you soon. Time has grand out. When I was in heaven in this revelation, I look for time. I don't know what's up with me in time. But I look for time because we are, we are in this time castle. And we're always aware of time. We always want to know what time is it. And so I was so aware of time that when I'm in heaven, I'm thinking of time. And I look through the spirit. And when I looked, there was no time left. I looked where it's supposed to be time for us. There was no more time. It was like time was gone. I ran out. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm, then I'm thinking, wait until I tell you, my brothers and sisters in the Lord Tower. Wait until I go back to the earth and I tell them there's no more time left. How did all this begin? Let me tell you how it all began. As I was in prayer with the Lord in the morning, very early, uh, almost 2 o'clock in the morning, 
And I, I was saying, I don't know how this came out of my spirit. I was telling my brothers and sisters, this is so weird to me. I, you know, I know the Lord don't want me to doubt him. But I, it was coming out of my spirit. I was saying to Jesus, Lord, is it really true that the rapture is so close? I went through, is, it, is it really true, Lord, that we are going home so soon, Lord? I'm sorry, Lord, I'm asking you this way. I'm very sorry, Lord, but I would like to know if it's true, Lord, that we are going home so soon. Hallelujah. Is it really true, Lord? Will you please, Lord, confirm to me that it is true and that we are going home close. We are going home soon. I wanted to know. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. And it was coming out of me. I was saying, Lord, I'm sorry for doubting you. Oh, but let me tell you something. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord says to me right at the end of my prayer, I'm going to show you something. Then I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to sleep aside. I finished my prayer. I have put on my armor. I have prayed for my brothers and sisters around the nations, for every nation. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I'm excited. Praise the Lord. I'm going to bed. Jesus has said to me, I'm going to show you something. Hallelujah. I can't wait to fall asleep. I go to bed. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, hallelujah, and I'm excited. Praise the Lord. When, boom, I found myself. He would take, took me out of my body. Hallelujah. As soon as I fell asleep and I found myself in the millennium, I look in the millennium. I know how the millennium look like. I've been there so many times. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's the future. Hallelujah. And then the Lord starts, hallelujah, giving me the rapture experience again, but this time was different. I, could ha- I have more details. Then before, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And as, as I'm in that room where everyone that I, that I have met here through the Lord's hour, people that I remember have spoken, were heard through, through email, through, through Skype, through, through Facebook, in just different ways. And I was thinking in my head, this is the people that I, have, that I speak with. Hallelujah. And I remember the name, their names. It was so weird because I couldn't remember all their names. And when I looked at her face, I could remember them too. And I saw a sister. I was speaking with her sister on the phone, and I said, I saw you, and I saw you were your son. You were holding your son. Hallelujah. In, in, in your hand, you were holding him by your hand. Like you, like you two came up together. And, I, and that, to me, that was so awesome to see that. And I said, look at my sister over there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. And note the sign when we were all there in that room. Hallelujah. Immediately, I, I saw when the, the door was shut, like this power just came and shut the door, like in Moses, like in Noah, Noah's time. Just like Noah saw, I saw. Noah saw how God shut the door. I saw how God shut the door. Boom. And I look, and for a moment, I wanted to say, wow, who shut the door so strong? But I, it was like I could see the power of God. And when he shut the door, it says a very clear revelation, no one can open. No one can open that door. And I understood because I've been asking the Lord that I want to understand how is that, that the door will be shut. But in Revelation 4, 1 says that the door in heaven, the door in heaven. And I said, wow, praise the Lord. And in the moment the door was shut, it was like the trumpet went off at the same time. And as the, as the trumpet went off, Immediately within a twinkling of an eye, 
I saw how all, all of us together were being transformed. In that very second, we were all being transformed into our glorified body, entering that special place in heaven where I saw everyone there. Uh, there were different uh, dressing rooms for, for sister and for brother. And I saw how I think it was the angel and the redeemed was telling us, go into that changing room and change your clothes. Your clothes are in there. The clothes you need is in there. And, you know, you, you, um, I was thinking for a second that I may, I may find wrinkle in my, in, my, in my clothes, but when I went, it was all nice and beautiful. Hallelujah. But what a revelation uh, 19 sex. Hallelujah. Let me read that. My goodness, and it's, God is so good. I had a sister uh, write to me this morning exactly about that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Which I'm going to go ahead and play a little later. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. And she, she even read to me what Revelation 19 says, hallelujah, says, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Revelation 19, uh, 7, 7 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage, hallelujah, of the Lamb is come. For the marriage of the Lamb is come. And his wife has made herself ready. Everyone in that room was ready. Everyone in that room had received Jesus as personal Savior. Verse 8, and to her it was granted that she will be arranged in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saint, says the word of God. And this is, this is the thing. That's exactly what I was seeing. I saw sister wearing this white dress made of fine of linen, a linen. Okay, I kind of got an idea what linen looked like, and so when I when I saw, I was explaining to the brothers and sisters, this linen was not white, beautiful. It was fine linen. It was even better. And I'm looking at people coming out of the changing room with these beautiful dress, with these beaut. They looked so beautiful. The sister looked so beautiful. My goodness, when I looked at myself, my body. I'm looking down to my body, and I can see, I look, I was 20 years old again. My goodness, I'm almost 42 now. <laughs> I, I, hallelujah. And I'm, I'm a little overweight now. I, I was thin. I, I, look so, I look so nice. Hallelujah. And my body, I remember when I was 20, but I look even better than when I was 20. <laughs> Imagine that. I even look better than when I was 20. And I'm looking at myself. Oh, this is awesome. This, I believe that's the word that came out of me. This is awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, I'm, and I go into my changing room, and the clothing that was there was for my new body. Not for this old thing now. No, it was for my new body. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I go, and, I, and you know, I'm just thinking of the clothing and all the hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Amen, Elaine. Well, you're going to be 20 again, brother. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. When, when I went and I, and I grabbed the clothing for me, it was a clothing for a wedding. You know how we dress in a suit real nice? Look, I don't know how many of you have been in a wedding or have gotten married. Hallelujah. In a real beautiful wedding. I have, and I know how it looks like. And so I was dressed so nice. The clothing was so nice. And when I put on the shirt, I put on, I, I put on the best. The I put on everything. It looked so real nice. For the special moment, it's the ultimate moment for us, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. 
My brothers and sisters, hallelujah. The Lord wants to save the least. The least of us. The least, anyone who repents, anyone who comes to Jesus, the door is still open. But I also got bad news for you. The door will be shut soon. Soon this door will be shut. And the only door will be open is a tribulation. The only door in the tribulation open, it is for people to be beheaded. Hallelujah. People will have to be beheaded. Hallelujah. For the Lord Jesus Christ, in order to be saved, in order to escape the wrath to come. Sister Carla, go ahead. I want you to say something, Sister Carla. I'm, I got to look for a Bible verse here. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. He is so good. He is so awesome. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Sister Carla, are you still there? Thank you. Okay, I see. I see, said the blind man. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, Sister Carla, you are now. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Brothers and sisters and friends, are you ready? Wow, I'm listening to Brother Alvy, and the Lord gave me uh, close to the same words uh, that I'm going to share. This is this is great. Um, wow, thank you, Jesus. Are you ready for the rapture? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Those were the words that the Lord Jesus Christ told me in a dream this morning. He said, are you ready for the rapture? I saw him at the end of the table, prepare for the bride of Christ. I saw the table, just him sitting down, brothers and sisters, and the whole table was ready. He was sitting down. I saw him uh, uh, lowering a little bit. I answered, yes, Lord. I will think so. I am, I said. When I woke up, he was still in my room. He, stay, he stays with me all night till um, early in the morning. He rests in a blanket with pillows on the floor every night. That's how he likes it. He's humble. Our God is humble. Praise the Lord. And very loving. So when I woke up, I was happy. I looked down and my daughter said, yes, he was still there. I said, Lord, Lord, you gave me a dream. I saw you. He smiled, and I said, I did not like the answer I gave you. He smiled and said, that's what you answered, daughter. I I take it as a learning process, brothers and sisters, but it makes me think also of Christians that some of them will answer like that. I will think I am. That's, that was an answer. I will think so. You have to be ready at all times. On Luke twenty-one thirty-six, Jesus taught his followers, but to stay awake at all times, praying that you have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of God. Jesus refers to his escaping from the judgment and wrath that will bring upon those who have rejected Christ. Jesus teaches his disciples to pray for the strength to escape. Too many believed Christians will escape by uh, default. But Jesus told his disciples to pray for strength to escape 
And so we must, brothers and sisters, we must. He, excuse me. He also gave me Luke 17, 26, 30. It will seem like a normal day, brothers and sisters. Jesus compared the day the Son of Man will be revealed to God's judgment in the days of both Noah and Lot. <clears throat> and both these times people were going about the normal business of life, eating, drinking, marrying, buying, selling, planting, and building. In the midst of this apparent norm- normalcy, God's judgment and wrath fell. Jesus said this, this is what it will be like when he comes. It will be a great cosmic interruption that will be like a lightning which lights up the sky from one side to the other. That's on Luke seventeen twenty four. Okay? I will repay everyone for what he has done. In the last chapter of Revelation, Jesus told his followers, he's coming and bringing his uh, recompense to repay everyone for what he has done. 22, 12. Matthew 25 describes the scene when Jesus will sit on his glorious, on his glorious throne, and all nations will be gathered before him to be judged. 31, 33. All people will stand before Jesus and give account for what they did in life. Hmm. How glorious it will be to stand confidently, brothers and sisters. Um, righteousness of Christ in that day. So please be ready, be ready. Not everyone who expects to make to make it into the Christ kingdom will. Some mm. of the most sovereign words of Jesus are about those who will not be allowed to enter the kingdom of heaven. In Matthew seven twenty one twenty three Jesus said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven, on that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? Hmm. And then will I declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. What could be worse than hearing these words from Jesus, brothers and sisters? At the end, there will be many people who will think they are that they are in because of their ministry credentials. And Jesus will say, I never knew you. And call them workers of, of uh, lawlessness. Their repentance was in word only. They acted like followers but didn't have a same relationship with Christ based on faith and repentance as the foundation of their life. Jesus mm. said there will, excuse me, there will be many people in this terrifying condition living their life thinking they were in and finding out in the final analysis they weren't. Please, mm. I encourage you to live by his word. Live by his word. The word of God. Brothers and sisters, 
is getting closer and closer and closer. Praise so God. So we have to be ready at all times. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to read this word now in Revelation chapter 6 where it says, When he had opened the, the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the soul of them that were that was slain for the word of God, for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge us and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And the white robe were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season unto the fellow servant also and the brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. They are not even in heaven. These that were slain in the tribulation, these that were beheaded in the tribulation, were not in heaven. They are somewhere. We were discussing this in the Bible study, and we believe they, they are in the valleys. But I'm going to ask the Lord to reveal that to me, because the door is going to be shut, and the only place open is the valley. And so they will have to wait and rest there until, hallelujah, they can be they everything can be finished. Jesus can come and make the new earth, hallelujah, the new earth again. And then the millennium will start a thousand years with Christ. And then, brothers and sisters, they can come down and be with us. They are not going to be allowed to enter heaven because the door that John saw in John 4, 1 is in heaven. And so that means after the rapture goes, no one else is allowed into heaven. Just that's what the Lord revealed to me. That's what the Lord has shown me in heaven, that that door in heaven will be, will be closed and no one else will be allowed to enter into heaven after the rapture. Those that are slain in the tribulation will be held somewhere, which I want the Lord to reveal that to me. I continue to pray about that. Hallelujah. So I can share with people where they're going to be, those people, because they are somewhere and they stay to God for how long, for how long. Hallelujah. And then, then it's revealed to them, hallelujah, that unto the blood of them is avenged that those on the earth, hallelujah. And this says, why robe were given unto every one of them? And it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season unto the fellow servant also, and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Amen. So they're going to have to wait to the end of the tribulation. It is only seven years, according to Daniel chapter uh, 12. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Seven-year tribulation. They're going to have to wait there until the tribulation is over. Those that end up in the tribulation. Now, it's not the will of God for you to end up in the tribulation. We are not appointed for wrath, the word of God says. That means God don't want anyone to end up in the tribulation. God wants to save everyone, but you have to make the choice to receive Jesus. You're going to have to repent. You're going to have to, hallelujah, come to him. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 says, For God had not appointed us to wrath, hallelujah, judgment, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the door, brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ is the door. Hallelujah. You, you want to go to heaven in the rapture? Jesus Christ is the door. You will enter to him. He is the way to the Father. And God wants us to come to him through Jesus. That, that's the door, Father God, has set. For anyone who comes to him, his own son, 
Hallelujah. And so it is for us, brothers and sisters, to come to Jesus and repent. Jesus loves us. He, he died for us on the cross. And he has, let me tell you, a wonderful plan, brothers and sisters, for each and one of us. But we have to repent, and we have to come to him, and we have to let him be Lord and master of our own life. Hallelujah. He's not going to make us serve him. He's not going to make us. He wants us to serve him out of our own will, out of our own heart. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. John 10, 9 said, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he should be saved and should go, go in and out and find pasture. John 20, 26 says, Hallelujah. After the eight days of his disciples were again with him, and Thomas worked with them. And, and Jesus came, the door being shut, the door being shut. Even though men can shut the door, let me tell you, that don't stop God's plans in your life. Men can shut the door in your life, but that doesn't stop God's plans in your life. The door being shut, and, hallelujah, and stood in the midst of and said, peace with you. Even though they, they shut the door, the door of God is open for you. It's wide open for salvation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. John twenty nineteen says, And then the same day, and then that evening, being after the first day of the week, when the door was were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace with, with you. Hallelujah. First, Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians 2.12 says, Furthermore, when I came to throw us to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened unto me by the Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ is the one who opens the door. And the door is open. Hallelujah. He opens the door, and he is the door. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He opens the door, and he is the door. Uh, Colossians 4.3 says, Beside praying also for us, that God will open to us the door and utterance to speak, the mystery of Christ, which I also am bound, also am bound. Hallelujah. So God also opened the door of understanding and wisdom to give us wisdom and understanding. He is the door, and he also opens door. Remember that. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. James 5, 9 says, Grudge is not one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. So where is the judge standing? Before the door. You don't see him. You're not going to see the judge, but he's standing before the door. Jesus Christ is the door. And the judge is standing before the door. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. And then Revelation 3.8. I know thy work. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Don't deny Jesus. If you deny him before men, he will deny you before his angel and before his father, said Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's stay strong now. Let's stay. We only have a few days more to go. A few days before we are in heaven. Hallelujah. Sitting in that table, suffering with Jesus. Having supper with Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I, I, I don't know. I, I, got a, uh, I got a feeling I'm going to be eating fish up there. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, I don't know, Crenshaw, or I don't know what they're going well, to be cooking up there. I didn't see the, the food. But I, do, I, did, I did saw the plate. I saw the table, and I saw all that. And, and they were serving. The, uh, I believe one of the angels had a container in his hand 
uh, that looked like a pot, one of the older pots they used to use here, a metal, beautiful, shining pot. And he was pouring, uh, I don't know if it, was, if it was hot soup into one of the bowls. There was some bowl on the table, and I saw uh, 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 I saw one of them pouring the, the like the soup into the play. So we may have crane shot or something there, also in that play. I don't know. It's just my my imagination because I really didn't see. I just saw him serving something, and I can see the heat of the coming out of the coming out of the the, the container he had. And so, praise the Lord, Hallelujah! That the the food is still hot. It's, it is still hot. And also the container he had, it, it looks like one of these containers that, that they can keep the food hot. If they want to heat it up or, or keep it warm, they can. That That's the understanding I have when I looked at the container one of the angels has serving the, the tilapia. I like tilapia. And, and so the container the angel had to pour out the soup, it looks like it was a sealed container, and you had to press something in the container uh, that's why I say it looks like one of the old pots uh, that they used to use to make uh, tea, uh, hot chocolate, and all these things. But these, these, this container was big. It was a big container that it looks like it contained a lot of uh, large quantity of soup or whatever was in there that was still hot. And I could see the, uh, the smoke out of the container as the angel pressed something and, and poured and pour the, the soup or whatever was in there into the, into the bowl. That that redeem and the Lord was sitting at the table and, and, and praise the Lord. Uh, but the, I noticed something that Jesus was sitting at the table, but it was like he was just waiting for someone to come show up. And I had the understanding that is the bride. I had the understanding that we are the only one missing at the table because we're still down here. We're, we're, our job is not done. You know the timing of this rapture. We know it's close. Everyone, everyone uh, that the Lord is, is revealing to them. How close we are to be going home knows that this is going to happen any day. Uh, I have uh, uh, someone had a dream last night. A sister, well, it's a sister, hallelujah. Yeah, Ro- Rosemary had a dream this morning. And uh, she says, Me, uh, then while I was uh, taking my family, my golden crown became different. This, let, me, let me try to go back on this dream. Yes, yes, there's a lot more in this dream. She said, at 3 a.m., my vision about the rapture, hallelujah. She, she, this sister had a, a vision from the Lord this morning about the rapture. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. God is so good. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. There's just so many uh, emails I get from different people about what the Lord is showing them in regard to this rapture. But this one was this morning at 3 a.m., my vision about the rapture. There, an angel said to all people, I need to pray. The angel said to all people, they need to pray. Then the people began to pray, and other did not. Then I was praying hard, crying, looking to heaven, and I called the name of Jesus. While we all pray, while we all pray, suddenly an angel came and handed the crown, a crown, the crown and a dress to her. An angel came and handed her a crown and a dress. I saw people who had been given the crown and a dress while continuing to pray. Suddenly came to me the angel bringing the pure gold crown and dress. I am very happy and excited, blindfold, like when I, when I want a, re, uh, a rewarding. I could not explain how happy it is. 
But in, 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 in spite of my happiness, I felt pity to those who did not have received a crown or dress, and I have briefly come invisible in front of people while wearing my, my golden crown. I told, uh, I told my angel to give a, a chance to visit my family that has not been chosen. Then I saw Jesus came down from heaven with a white robe. Oh, this is beautiful. Jesus said to me, I need a pure heart. This is what Jesus says to her. I need a pure heart. Then I got, I got, then I go and tell my family what Jesus told me. While I was uh, talking to my family, my golden crown became different color. I asked Jesus, what happens to my crown? Why it changed? And it was like fading. And Jesus told me, your crown and dress is temporary. The original is in heaven. After he said, I immediately at the cloud, peace and joy, I fell. It was like, I am a princess. Then I woke up, she says. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This was this morning. This is this man, woman of the Lord had this dream from the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, being crowned, being given a crown and a dress. Brothers and sisters, this is what many, many people are writing to me. They believe 100%. The rapture is at the door. It's closed. They believe 100% from the Lord, what they're hearing from the Lord. We are going home any day. Just like Jesus says to me, we don't have years. You don't have years. Very clear. We don't have one. We don't have two. We don't have three years. We are very close to be going home. Let be found ready. Let be found worthy to escape Jesus is coming, my brothers and sisters. It is not the time now to 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 spend it uh, doing nothing. Hallelujah! Uh, nonsense. Let's spend the time with God now. This is the time to spend the time with God. To spend our time with Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Sister Carla. I want you to go on because I I gotta uh, I gotta upload this 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 uh, audio for my sister, Dad. That, that called me today to share me her dreams. Praise the Lord. Go ahead, Sister Carla. Praise the Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Signs that Jesus is coming back in our days for people that have thoughts of Jesus' return. God the Father, on Matthew twelve thirty six. Um, Here's some news. But by listening to the right world news searches, people can use their eyes and their brains to at least make an educated guess about how close we are to the return of Jesus Christ. Jesus said that when you see certain things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draws near. And when you see them happen, the kingdom of God is near. Luke 21, 28-31. Jesus and Paul both thought that um, the proper way to wait for his return is to therefore be watchful, ready, and sober. Matthew 24, 42, 44, 25, 13, all those verses, you can look at them later. The apostle of John wrote that when Jesus appears, we who believe in him shall become like him. And everyone having this hope in him purifies himself. On 1 John 3, 2, 3, 
He also wrote that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Revelation 19.10, so two benefits of studying Bible prophecy and comparing it to the world events are personal purification and a better understanding of Jesus besides. Commanded to encourage each other with words about the return of Christ. Hebrew 10, 24, 25 says that as we shall regardlessly meet to encourage one another, especially as we see the day of Jesus' return approaching. Amen. Praise the Lord. Signs, wars and rumors of wars, brothers and sisters. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Matthew 24, 6, 7. Since World War II, many countries have been building up massive assertions of conventional and nuclear weapons. The potential for war grows day by day. In addition to potential nuclear war, we have war on terror, water, water wars, weather wars, and on and on. Three world wars, angel wars, and um, also see wars and rumors of wars, famines, pestilence, earthquakes. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows, Matthew 24, 7, 8. Due to flooding and, and droughts, world, food supplies are running very low. Many people are expecting a global food shortage and famines in many places. Amen. Regarding earthquakes, scientific data do, does show that we have been seeing a large increase in seismic activity according to a nuclear of scientists. Another star of large planet is affecting the sun's magnetic field, which is also a magnetic field. Both the core and the um, atmosphere, the North Pole, is shifting accelerated pace, and the Earth seems to be expanding. All these things are happening right now, brothers and sisters. Jesus' return is back. He is he is here. He's almost, almost very fast. He's going to be here in our days. We're seeing a lot, a lot of stuff. Deceivers who claim to follow Jesus. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying that I, that, that I am the Christ and will deceive many. Amen. A lot of people on on uh, YouTube, some people have said, you know, that they are uh, Jesus. They're proclaiming that they're Jesus. I mean, we have seen all that. Uh, people of Israel return to their land, Chris, wickedness of and loss of love, return of the falling angels. That's that's uh, uh, sign six. Seven, there will be great persecution and many will fall away. On Matthew 24, 9, 10, 
um, to follow Christ when things are going well, excuse me, it's relatively easy to follow Christ when things are going well. But when times get tough, we find out what, what we're made of. It's our faith in Christ, only as strong as the comfort we enjoy. If God enemies come and take everything, will will we claim to Christ or fall away? Promise many will make that um, that choice to fall away. Eight, because of lawlessness, the love of many will grow cold. Jesus promised the sin will lure many away from him, Matthew 24, 12. But who once loved Christ warmly, who have cool in their affections for him, they have uh, traded in their desires for Christ for worthless idols, sex, money, power, and other false gods have replaced the love of Christ in their hearts. Their love grows cold as they lose the war against temptations to sin. It's stuck in the heart, fear, love for Christ must include destroying the web buckets of sin that can so quickly quench it. True Christian followers must repent often and much. Be on guard. Keep away. Brothers and sisters, Jesus continually told his followers to stay awake, to watch their lives, and to be ready for his return. In Matthew, Jesus gave four parables to explain how and why his followers should be prepared for his coming. The homeowner and the thief, 24-42-44. The good servants, 24-45-51. The ten virgins, 25-1-13. And the talents, 25-14-30. And each of these parables, Christ described readerness with working to complete the work Christ gave us, namely fulfilling the Great Commission. Every Christian is to diligently use the gift and opportunities God provides to reach the world for Christ. We have to preach the word of God, brothers and sisters, and we have to be awake. Is to be awake is to be ready and willing to do Christ's will. Amen. Praise the Lord. 10, well, the Lord, I am coming soon. That those were words. Now is in our days, in our days. Four times in the book of Revelation, Jesus says to the churches, I am coming soon. Revelation 16, 57, 12, 20. It was original mean, meant as an encouraging word to first century Christian suffering by the hands of Rome and has continued to encourage Christ's followers through the ages. Christians in every in every generation are to hold tightly to the promises to the promise that Christ will return soon. Okay, now is in our days. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We have to be on guard, brothers and sisters. The Lord the Lord is coming. He's coming for his church. The Lord wants a pure church, a holiness church, a church that it will um that he's pleased. Everything is ready in heaven. I saw that table, brothers and sisters. 
and um, a beautiful, beautiful table, white, um, everything prepared, utensils, um, the place all ready, you know, uh, a beautiful bouquet of flowers, and Jesus is stretching his hands, and he's telling me, are you ready? Are you ready for the rapture? That's what he's telling us. That's not only for me, brothers and sisters. That's for his church. Are you ready? Are you ready for his rapture? Amen. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready at all times. Be on guard. Keep awake. Keep awake. Pray. Fast. The word. Have a relationship with Jesus. You don't want to be one of they, one of those people that I will say that the Lord will say, depart from me. You don't want to be one of them. You want to be one of them that the Lord will say, come to my kingdom, enjoy. Welcome to my kingdom. I was pleased, and I'm pleased with you, daughter, son. Amen. Amen. Thank Praise you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Carla. Praise the Lord. Yes, it's coming. It's so close. Hallelujah. Many, many are, are feeling the, the urgency to repent and to seek the Lord. I, I, I downloaded many prophecies, which I'm going to play uh, in, in an hour or less. Uh, but I do want to uh, play this testimony. Uh, Sister Carol uh, Walker, uh, when I spoke with her on the phone, I let her know after, after speaking with her that I was recording her her testimony, so I could play it here. I wish I had uh, I recorded what she said in the beginning because it was so powerful, and it just it just confirmed what the Lord has shown her about. Her. The Lord showed her show her the dress in heaven, and the revelation she got. Um, I don't I don't know how far back when, and she saw her saw the dress and all that. Uh, uh, it was a beautiful dress. Uh, just listen here to what she had to say. Lord said, "Now you can go." All around the fair, you get freedom to be wherever you want to be, and you can go to any grade level. And I said, well, I think I'm going to go to the fourth grade because I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. And and my husband came in, and he said, well, I'm going to the third grade because they're doing... But the, do, you, do you remember what level were you in heaven when the Lord showed you this I, dream? I, he told me I could choose, and I said, I want to go to the fourth level because they're doing clogging and they're making baskets, and it's a country thing. Mm-hmm. And he said, you have freedom to go to whatever grade you want to go to because mm-hmm. you are going to spread my word. And then I had a, a person that I was really, I was praying for, one of my biggest things to pray for the salvation of my family and friends, and so... I said, and he said, I said, what about the red dog? And he said, the dog. And he said, you can choose that as the soul that you want saved. And so I picked the name of a person that was one of the souls that lost. And then I forgot the dream, but it was, I didn't, never forgot it because it was really real. Mm -hmm. The next um, time we had the fair in Raleigh, there was a big fair. Mm-hmm. I went to the fair, and I was going around, and I went through the whole fair, and he gave me a lot of information about the people at the fair, like, that's the world, and blah, 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 blah. But at the end, somehow we were leaving. I was with two friends, and I said, something made me stop because there was a fishing tank. Mm-hmm. And I stopped, and I actually played a game where you put the, the um, 
fishing rod in and you pull out a fish, I pulled out a fish, I won, and they gave me a basket, and they said, pick a prize. And I picked a red stuffed dog. Hmm. And when I got home, the Lord said, do you not see that I gave you that dream and you lived it out? The fair is the world, and you get to choose. You're having faith to put the stick in. What soul is that red dog? You know, and I named him a soul. Hmm. And um, it just kind of... After this fast today, wow! I after three days, I was just saying, Lord, what do you want me to know? Because I, I don't ever see him or go to heaven or any of the things like you do. But I prayed, and I, I blocked anything of my own self. Mm. And he showed me the, the dress. He said, I'm going to show you what your dress is like. And he said, oh. every year, everything that you do, every... Um, time you help somebody, every time you pray, that's a drop or a diamond or a pearl stone on it, and that your dress will be totally different from everybody else's, and it will be a conglomeration of what you did on earth. All of your gifts, everything that you did is added to your dress, and that's why your dress, your wedding gown will be beautiful. And so I said, Lord, if that's really from you, give me a verse. From the Bible to confirm it, and he gave me Revelation 19:8. She is permitted to wear the cleanest and whitest and finest linen. Fine linen represents the good deeds done by the people of God. Mm. Amen. And then to back up, do you have a second? If I want to add the first part of why the fishing thing was so important. Go ahead. Go ahead. Back about five years ago, when I was teaching at one of my schools. We, we had developed a fishing pond, and we took our kids down there. Mm. And I had done a fishing demonstration, and I had a diamond bracelet on that I had said was, that my husband gave me, that I named every diamond on it as a soul of somebody I was praying for. Mm-hmm. And when I was fishing, somehow that day, my bracelet got lost, and I didn't know where it was. And so everybody at school was looking for it. My husband was like, you better find that, blah, blah, blah. So about a week went by, and I, at lunchtime, something said, go down to the pond. So I went down there, and I was sitting there, and I said, Lord, if you could just find that bracelet for me, it would be a miracle, and I would tell everybody. And I got next to the pond, because I had no idea. It's a big campus, but I stuck a stick into the water and literally pulled it up and there was the bracelet came out of the mud. And I was so shocked that I it dropped back down and I put my hand in there and pulled it out. I ran up to the school and showed everybody and they said, you have to put that in guidepost or something. Mm-hmm. And I said, the Lord gave me that back to tell people about this bracelet and this bracelet has all the souls of the people I pray for. Mm-hmm. Well then, right when I was sitting there, he said, when I was pulling it out, he said, all you have to have, you will stand at the gate of hell and watch as I bring forth souls that were bound for utter destruction. And he said, all your job is to have faith to put the stick in. Just like you put the, the fishing rod in, the stick to find the souls. He said, you have the faith, but I do the work. And so I was telling everybody, my, one of my friends that I taught with, and we went down there and we were showing our class where we found the bracelet, me and my um, team teacher. Mm-hmm. And 
he had just gotten saved. I was telling about the Lord, and he had just gotten saved. So he was watching, and when we were talking about where the bracelet was, it uh, a black snake came out of the water with its head straight up, and I said, oh, my gosh, and we, uh, I said, that's where the bracelet fell. And the Lord showed, told me, he's like, okay, this is what you saw. The, the bracelet are the souls of men. You named those as the souls. The mud is the, um, they're under the mud. The earth, the black mud is Satan's kingdom, and the black snake is in charge of his kingdom. That's why he came up over those souls where your bracelet was lost. But you have to have faith put the stick in, and I will pull them out. You're going to stand at the gate of hell and watch me pull them out. And, I mean, it was, like, unbelievable. So awesome. I just wanted to give you, I mean, I've had all these other more things happen, too, but that's just a little part. Because the three-day fast was really big for me because I have been trying to do it. Mm -hmm. listening to you and Carla and everything, and it was really hard. I could do one. Mm -hmm. But um, last week, I uh, went to an oyster roast, and, you know, long story short, I'm never sick, but my stomach got, I had started getting sick, so I had to, um, for a week, I had a little bit of, um, you know, gas in my stomach, and Mm -hmm. I was like, not getting rid of it. And I'm like, my stomach doesn't hurt, but I have this and it feels weird. But I, the Lord was like, maybe you should use this and start fasting. Mm. And so I started fasting because that helps. He said, this is just a light affliction. So it'll help you do what you have to do. So from Tuesday to Thursday this week, mm-hmm. until this morning, I did the fasting. He helped me get through it. And then he gave me one Peter one starting at for my end end of the fasting which i was basically praying for people to be saved Mm, he said this part where one peter four and god received Mm. for his children the priceless gift of eternal life and it's kept in heaven for you pure and undefiled beyond the reach and change of of decay Mm. and in his mighty power he will make sure that you get there safely to receive it because you are trusting him Mm. And it will be yours in the coming day for all to see. So truly be glad there is wonderful joy ahead. That was the, all of 1 Peter 1 is what he gave me at the end of the um, fast. So I just really wanted to uh, call you and give you uh, What a confirmation, sister. I just finished reading the book of Esther. I believe it was chapter uh-huh. 5. And it talks about the three days of fasting. And they are Esther and asked the Jews to, to fast because of what, what uh, uh, Hamas had declared, uh, Haman had declared to, to destroy all the Jewish, uh, when he sent a letter to all the nations, to all the kings, to destroy the Jewish people. And, and, and they, when, when Esther heard about this, they fasted for three days for, for God to give them the victory. That three days fasting, that the Lord is telling me to tell, to give it to his people, it's actually in the book of Esther, and it's actually it's for the last day. So God will not destroy the people, or the judgment of the people will not get destroyed, so they can be saved um, out of the tribulation. And in this revel- last revelation the Lord gave me, uh, I saw people coming into the Lord through the door that is Jesus, and escaping right in the last minute, 
to go home, but with Jesus right before the Father shut the door, which I'm going to share more tonight with everyone. This this was a dream the Lord gave me in two days. But now, the Lord gave you that dream this morning, last night, right? No, no, that dream was last year. Okay. And, and when, it, when I went to the fair, it was like in October, and I think I had the dream maybe six months earlier. But I remembered the second dream about the dress and the blood on it. Mm-hmm. And the first, and then it, then when I did, the, I acted it out. It was like I went and stopped at this little thing, mm-hmm. and there's the fishing thing, and the blood, and then I get a red dog. It was the blood on the dog, and the Lord said you can go to any level, any grade. He called it a grade because I'm a teacher, and mm-hmm. I said I think I'm going to go. He said you're welcome to go to whatever grade you want to. Each grade is doing something different, and I said I think I want to go over there to the fourth grade because oh, I saw awesome. people clogging and like country. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a farm, so I wanted to go there. And my husband, he said your husband want, is going to be going around the third level mm-hmm. or the first. Because mm-hmm. there's shop there, and mm-hmm. he's going to be building there or something. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited that he said, "You get to go where you choose, mm-hmm. um, and you'll be able to see and help people at whatever grade you want to be at." And um, from from a childhood, I mean, just as a little background, when I was born, I um, my parents were I was you know, born of an affair. Uh, and I had a 17-year-old mother who gave me up for adoption in Asheville, actually. And um, I grew up, my parents that adopted me were not well off, and I, I was married and baptized in St. Lawrence Church downtown. you probably seen it. Mm-hmm. And I um, had a good life, went to private Catholic school. But um, later in life, I mean... I became a teacher for special ed kids, and um, all these crazy things happened. A lot of times I, I went to the Assembly God Church, left the Catholic Church, all these things. And throughout my life, I was hit by a car at 12. Some nuns came. You know, I got saved, you know, protected. I got saved about 2022. 20, all the time, I've almost been killed from a baby where I almost starved before my mother gave me up, all the way through getting hit by a car, being in several accidents where he told me others died, that I couldn't live, where people, there was crashes. Anyway, I can, continuing on through my life, um, he's protected me, and then I always ask, I never asked, but I always wish I knew my background, mm. and through a miraculous circumstance three years ago, was able, he used my cousin, who is really into, you know, family trees. Mm-hmm. I had some uh, non-identifying information from the social services in Asheville, and they gave me the non-identifying. So my, co- my cousin said, let me, let me find it for you. And every day that week, because every year on my birthday, the Lord would say to me, I put you in the best place you could be. I gave you, you were loved, you know, and I'm like, but I just don't know why I got given up. And, you know, my dad was a married man. So anyway, the Lord, throughout this time, the Lord said, the next year on your birthday, you're going to have a new name. 
And my cousin calls me up and he says, you, your name was Lena Rose Ingalls. My name's Carol. Mm-hmm. And then he said, the Lord said, your brother that was lost will be found. My cousin calls me up the next day and he says, you have two brothers. Their names are blah, blah. And, you know, then every day the Lord would say, by your birthday, you're going to have you're going to be, you're going to have a family and a name. Long story short, by my birthday, my cousin found my aunt who was able to confirm that her sister gave me away at 17. Mm. And then the, the agency lady was so shocked by the story that she gave me all these hints about the father because I was going to stop and not find my dad because mm. he was married and I didn't think that would be right. I was happy that I had two brothers. But he, my cousin said, no, you have to find everything. And so, long story short, we were able to find my dad. And he, he both my mother and dad had passed away, but he mm. had two sisters, oh. two daughters. They are my sisters. So now all four of them mm. love me and have accepted me and my aunt. And um, that was the Lord because he gave me that. And he told me, you're going to be like Moses. And Esther, because you were in, you were adopted, but you were put in a high place and then brought back to uh, be with all these other people. Mm-hmm. So um, he just has done it all. I mean, I've almost been killed so many times that he's mm-hmm. protected me. Awesome. And in the final thing after the fast today, when you said about Esther, those were the two people in the Bible. He. Awesome. <laughs> from being an adopted child. But anyway, I just was so excited about mm. telling you because the Lord's Hour is just the, my special church. And mm. I've learned so much just in the last two months about fasting and mm. and all of this. And it, it's confirmed by that dream I had last year. I didn't even know. And the dress part mm-hmm. about Revelation, mm-hmm. what he told me about the dresses, Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was what I wanted to tell you, and I couldn't text it. Well, I, I, thank you. I, I, I want to put this on the air. I, I started recording right after you finished after the dress. I'm sorry. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm sorry there. Praise the Lord. God wants to deliver us from the tribulation. We are not appointed to wrap. We are appointed unto salvation through Jesus Christ. Sister Carol there, she lives here close to, she lives in North Carolina and she closed. And uh praise the Lord. Um thank you, Jesus. Let me tell people to refresh. Some people maybe uh, hallelujah. I'm sorry, I didn't even notice the audio was muted. I'm sorry the audio was muted. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm sorry I'm doing I'm speaking and I'm handling the controller and so uh, it is hard just to focus on the two things at the same time. And so I forgot to take the mute off. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we, we are not appointed unto wrath, brothers and sisters. We are appointed unto salvation. And this rapture means that God wants to take us out, out of this earth, before the tribulation comes. He wants us to escape. He doesn't want his children to suffer. He don't want anyone to suffer or to perish. Because the, the chance of going to the tribulation is, is, is a thin chance of being saved. It's a thin chance of being with God someday. Hallelujah. It's a very thin chance. 
because with everything the bees is, is coming. Uh, I hear today that, that the bees are uh, through through John Kerry is pressuring the Jewish people into signing this deal as soon as possible. They said to the end of the year, now they want the Jewish people just to sign it ahead of time. They are pushing this thing. Now they, 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 they carry, and all of them hope that by April, April of this year, they are, they are sitting at the table signing the, the, the peace. Hallelujah, the peace treaty. Hallelujah, through the U.N., they have a day in April. I forgot what the day they said on the news. They have a, a, a vast, have agreed, Netanyahu have agreed, a vast, the leader of the Palestinian, and Netanyahu, the leader of the Jewish people. They have agreed to sit down and sign in April. Kerry is pressuring them. We know how the United States is affecting Israel financially through, through pulling out CEO and company and all that cutting back on Israel uh, uh, interest. So they will, they, will make, they will not make enough money and full prices will go sky high and, and they're being able to buy weapons and, and, and being ready to defend themselves will become so difficult for the Jewish people with what the United States and Germany and all these nations are doing to them. Right now they're pressuring them to go to the table and they're do, they're, they, keep, they keep pressuring Israel by cutting funds to Israel every day, every week, leaving Israel with no choice but to sign the peace treaty. No choice. Politically, economically, they are pressuring Israel. They say one thing on television, and they go behind, and they start cutting funds and cutting funds. And because all these nations have been supporting uh, Israel, and Israel has a free market to sell weapons and all that, uh, they, they keep cutting and cutting, and all the values and the things that Israel is able to make and ship out and all that, it, it, they're going to be hold back and all of that. So they won't be able to make money to keep their economy running, to keep their, 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 their army and the Marine running, the, 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 I forgot the name, the IMF, to keep them, everything running. And, and so they, they're, really, they're really pressuring Israel financially, politically in so many ways. Uh, John Kerry Obama is doing this behind door. And, 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 and the Lord gave me a dream a few weeks back where I saw John Kerry Obama in, the, in office saying, we got them where we wanted them to be. We got them. They were laughing, laughing. They were laughing it off. We got them where we wanted them to be. Israel right now, the nations have Israel, have Netanyahu, have the Israel where they want them to be. Right in the place, in the time of Esther, where, where, where Haman declared that all the Jews, to, to all the kingdom, like, like, um, like, right like Kerry did, he went to all the kingdom, uh, European kingdom, all the kingdom that are supporting Israel, and, and, and Haman declared that all the Jews will be, will be destroyed. Well, uh, 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 Kerry, Kerry declared through the UN signing and all that, that the economy of the Jewish people will be destroyed. Same thing, same spirit. Same spirit of Haman is the same spirit that Kerry has. Kerry is not the Antichrist, Obama is. But Obama is using Kerry for sure to cut down on the Jewish interest, on the Jewish uh, income. Their income is being affected in, in such a way, praise the Lord, hallelujah, in such a way that, that the Jewish people never thought. They, they will come. Even rabbis are surprised. Rabbis, international rabbis of Israel, are, they're very surprised 
and how Kerry and Obama in, in Europe, in European countries, have come against them. Even Spanish countries have, have guarded together, uh, pressuring Israel. Uh, uh, praise the Lord, hallelujah. I, I, I heard years ago that Guatemala was one of the countries back in, in the 60s who signed in, who, who was one of the last countries who signed in uh, uh, who, to approve, to, who, that gave the Jewish people a booth, uh, a boat, I'm sorry, for them to become a state, the state of Israel. Guatemala was the last country, last Spanish country that signed, that gave them the boat. And now you got the Spanish country coming against Israel, uh, uh, depressing them through the UN and reminding Israel through the UN the, the signing they made back then that the, the, they, they must allow the Palestinians to have the state. So they're telling, they're telling Israel that Jerusalem must be divided in two because the Palestinian wants to make East Jerusalem their state. That's, about the, that's what they require of Israel. And now they are being pressured economically and political to give them East Jerusalem. And Netanyahu, not seeing a way out of this, God wanted to put them in this place because that's how Psalm 83 is going to break. Because it's one thing for them to sign it. Listen to this. It's one thing for Israel to sign to the Palestinian their state, to the UN and all that, to have no choice. Because that's what they're doing to Netanyahu. They're giving the, the Jewish people no choice. So Netanyahu in April is going to go to the table to sign this stuff. But Netanyahu said, uh, you know, how can we make a decision with a gun to our head? That came out in the newspaper. That was actually the comment on Netanyahu, the leader of the Jewish people. How, you know, how can they make a decision with a gun to their head? That's what Kerry did in Obama. They put a gun to Netanyahu to Israel's head and said, you better sign this peace treaty. You have no choice. Because uh, Kerry went to Germany and all these countries and have all, the, all of those leaders sit at the table and sign this to the UN, that, that, that Israel has no choice but to sign the peace treaty. This year, this year. And then they came up with a day in April. In April. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, soon as they sign this document to the UN in April, that's it. That's it for the Jewish people. Because at the end of the year, at the end of this year, the Palestinians are supposed to go to, 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 to East Jerusalem and kick the Jewish people out. I don't know how many people have put two and two together. Once they sign in April, by the end of this year, okay, the Palestinian army has to go into Jerusalem and, and out of the East Jerusalem and kick the Jewish people out. And they have said publicly on the, on the news channel, and you can look it up on YouTube, that they will kick the Jewish people out of East Jerusalem. They'll kick them out of there. They will kick them out of there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And a lot of Jewish people are saying, how are we going to not pray what we, we have prayed for so many years? Or God, what we we've been guarding for so many years. We rightfully won this back in 1967. Now we're going to lose it. That's what Obama is saying to the Jewish people. You better give this up. He's an Arab. People forget Obama is an Arab. He's an Arab. That's why he's the, he's the Antichrist. He's a Chohi money that they've been waiting for. He's given them what he promised them. He promised that he will give them East Jerusalem. He is the leader that will come and give them their stay. Their stay. And they read this in the Quran. The Quran. The Quran ultimate plan. That's what it is. 
and they've been praying for years for this, and they think their leader is, is bringing this to pass and, and now in this time. And so in April, when they signed it, by the end of the year, uh, it, that's when uh, later, a little later after that, Psalm 83 will start because Netanyahu has said the Jewish people has the right to defend themselves. Right to this day, right to this day, the Palestinians have not recognized Israel as a state. Since they lost Jerusalem back then, they have not recognized Israel as a state. Even though Israel became a state through the UN, the Palestinian people don't recognize Israel. And Netanyahu said on the news today, how can we sit on the table and sign a peace deal between them and us when they don't recognize us? They don't recognize kids. What they want to do is, what Psalm 83 says, uh, uh, erase them from the map. They want to get, get uh, destroy them like it happened in the time of Esther. Destroy the Jewish people. That was the decree of Haman. Exactly the decree of Haman. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. To the kill the Jewish people. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But God, God is watching this. Uh, Psalm 83, 4 said, They have said, come, and let us cut them off being a nation, that the name of Israel may not be no more in remembrance. <laughs> How do you like that? The Bible, this is like a what? Over 2,000-year word from David. Hallelujah. And, and it's going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass in, in April of this year. April of this year, Israel will have to go to war. They will have to fight the, the Arab nations. And Iran has said publicly that if the Jewish, uh, there will be blood for, for, for Jerusalem. They are willing to shed blood for Jerusalem. For Palestine, they, they call it Palestine. They're willing to shed blood for Palestine. And blood will be shed. They, and, and the president of Iran said, we're willing to give up our life for this. We are willing to give up our, our life for this. And I remember when the Lord showed me this a couple of years ago, I saw all Iran's army. In all, it was like Asia army, Syria, Libya, Pakistan. My goodness, you can name them. All those Arab army was heading to Israel to cut them off the map. When the Lord showed me this, I tremble. I shake. I was shaking. I was in the air. In order to say, Jesus, Jesus let me see him, and I see Jesus standing in front of me. Hallelujah. But I, because I was looking to the right, and I saw the, the whole army of those Arab nations coming. I could recognize them, because I can see them on YouTube and all that, on television. And I could see all those Arab army heading to Israel to destroy them. One mission just to destroy the Jewish people. And imagine all the new technology Iran had. They had nuclear weapons. They have all kinds of weapons. Hallelujah. New weapon, developed weapon, advanced weapon. Hallelujah. And they're heading up to, to Israel to destroy them. And the Lord was showing that to me. And I, I was trembling. And when I looked at, when I looked and I saw Jesus and I saw the army of Israel, a small army. It was a small army. But the good thing is Jesus was with them. God, the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, and the God of Isaac with them. Hallelujah. Immediately, my fear just went off. I just went off. I love the Jewish people. I'm Jewish by blood. Hallelujah. I love them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I know Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, 
is going to come and fight with them. He's going to fight with his brothers, hallelujah, and sister. He's going to fight beside his brother and sister, hallelujah. If if you touch one of them, it's like it's like uh, touching the apple the apple of his eyes. That's how he feels about it. You 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 do one to those, you harm one of those little ones. You you're harming the Lord. You're coming against God Almighty, and He's not going to stand for that. He's not going to stand for his enemy. He's going to destroy them. He's going to stand with the Jewish people, and he's going to destroy his enemy. They have no chance. They can come on television now. They can threaten Israel to the U.S. My goodness, the U.S. George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, man, they fear God. The Lord showed me Abraham Lincoln in prayer. I spoke with Abraham Lincoln. Jesus took me there. What a fear for men of God. When I think about Abraham Lincoln, I want to cry. Because yes. I, I looked at this humble man, one plan. They wanted a nation, a free nation. They wanted to stand with the Jewish people. Imagine when they look down from heaven to the U.S. now, and they, and they hear Carrie on television speaking the way he's speaking against the Jewish people. I imagine them thinking, this is not the nation God has given us. This is not the nation we shed blood for. That God gave out a constitution out of his word. The U.S. Constitution came out of the word of God. God raised this nation to stand by the Jewish people. He blessed the nation. He made this nation the most powerful nations in the world. Now the nation of the U.S. is giving the world the Antichrist. They have turned against Israel, and they're turning against God too. Imagine how sad that is. All these leaders that went to be with the Lord, all these leaders that are in heaven, and, and they're allowed to look down. And when they see this nation, they, they got to be heartbroken for this nation. How can this be? How can they have fallen back so far from God? How can they have turned from the commandment? All, all they have to do is just read the constitution of this nation. And they see the Bible. They'll see the word of God when they read the Constitution. Freedom of religion, freedom of press. Hallelujah, freedom of speech. All that came out of the word of God. The whole Constitution is made out of the word of God. It is for every, anyone who's under this Constitution to fear God. But they are giving their back to God now. And now they're standing with, with Israel's enemy. United States, a few weeks ago, sold weapons to the, to the Iran nation, to the Iranian government. It, it, it was just said on the media. It was said on CNN and Fox News. And everyone looked at it and said, oh, like nothing. You're selling weapons to the Israel enemy. You're giving them good weapons, good technology. Any of those weapons is going to kill Jewish people, God's people. The chosen people from the beginning, read your Bible. Right out of Genesis chapter 12, you see the calling of Abraham. Abraham, Abraham, says God. Hallelujah. Walk before me, before me and be thou perfect, says God to Abraham. Hallelujah. And they are sending billions of dollars to the Palestinians. They have been increased by two billion this year alone. Hallelujah. Obama raised $2 billion this year to the Palestinians. Hallelujah. Oh. And he raised it also to Iran. Iran's banks 
hallelujah, are flowing with cash from the U.S. to many countries, to their brothers and sisters around the Arab nation. Billions, trillions of dollars just moving back and forward in Iran right now. After Netanyahu said, Iran should not be doing business with any nation. They are a terrorist nation. And Israel has all kinds of proof. And Israel have, have, had uh, sent proof to the U.S., has shown them the proof. They had killed, uh, hallelujah, peace, peace ambassador of Israel everywhere in Africa, including, hallelujah, where Israel has sent ambassador that has been, they have been killed over the years by Iranians, hallelujah, secret service, Iranian secret army, sending people to kill Jewish people everywhere. Just what David said, they want to erase us off the map. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 2,000 years ago, word, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They want to cut off of being a nation. And so this is why they had all those planned attack against Israel to cut them off from being a nation. Hallelujah. But God is going to stand with this nation. They must be given their back. They must be raising the U.S. dollar against Israel. But God is standing with Israel. God was standing with the U.S. for so many years. And God's been holding, Jesus been holding the stock market. There were times when Jesus put 50, 100, 200, 350 billion dollars into the U.S. market. He just made it appear. And you can ask all these greedy, they call them dogs. Of the star market of the U.S., hallelujah, who just want money and money and just see billion, trillion in their bank account. They make trillion and report billion. They make billion and report million. They don't even report what they make out of the taxpayer and all that. Praise the Lord. Just the other day, I was, I was listening to the news, to the news about the star market. I was watching the money channel, and I heard... I heard uh, uh, that $15 billion just appeared, and the Fed didn't know how to explain it. It was not the federal government. It was none of these greedy, rich, hallelujah, none of these greedy, rich dog. It was none of them. And when I went and asked the Lord, Lord, where did this money come from? And the Lord says, I did it. I did it. And one reason he's doing this, I said, Lord, are you doing this because your bride is still here? He said, yes. Just because you and I are here, he makes this happen. One finger of him, and he makes these billions of dollars appear in the stock market. And, and a, week, a few weeks goes by, and the money is gone. And then they're, they're calling it a recession. No, recession, recession. Obama has been calling it a recession since 2008. That means he, he, instead of putting money, he is pulling money. The Fed is not pulling money. They are pulling money out of the stock market. And Obama is, is, is hitting his desk. Why can I drain all the money in the stock market? Why can I make these people the poorest people in the world? Why can I not bring the stock market to the floor? And he knows this one answer, Yeshua Jesus. Yeshua Jesus. He has the power, all power in heaven and earth. So he keeps the stock market running. He still got his bride over here. Oh, but I got news for you. In the moment that trumpet sound, and it's going to sound, 
Yeshua is not loading any more money into the stock market. That will be the end of the stock market. Hallelujah. All they're going to see is I-O-U. Hallelujah. Paper without any gold. Paper without any gold. That's what they're going to see. I-O-U. Nothing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. People losing their homes. People will be losing their homes. I was reading in Daniel chapter 11 that the Antichrist has a plan here in the United States, and it says that he's going to be taking people's property. In Daniel, I was reading that, that the Antichrist is going to be taking people's property. And I explained this a few months back to the people. I read it, and I explained it. Look what it says here. He's going to be taking people's property. He has a plan beforehand. Before he came into office in 2008, to start taking people's property, people will lose their property. People will lose their home. He also got plans to take their money. That's why everything is going up. Food and everything is going up twice and more. He has a plan to drain people to poor. There a lot of money is going to disappear from people. He has a plan for one world currency. The new world order is in place. Soon. They're working behind doors, 24 hours, 7 days a week, for this new world order that is coming in place. Back to when Reagan was in power, he talked about the new world order. But when Bush, when Bush's father was in power, was in office, he talked about the new world order. Bush's son spoke about, uh, um, Bill Clinton spoke about the new world order. And then Bush's son spoke about the new world order. And Obama doesn't, doesn't shut up about it. New world order is what they want. Hallelujah. Few few other leaders said, like Bush son said in one interview, they were interviewing him. They were, when they were asking him about Obama, he said he was the Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.